Well, 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 Philip. Here we are again, hurtling around mm. on this rock, <laughs> round about the bum <laughs> area, Zimbabwe. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, are you saying that the rock is an ass? No, like, I'm saying we, the rock. The rock is the, the earth. We're by the foot. No, we're no, no. The foot. The foot is the, Antarctica. The bum, the bum is the bum is like Kenya, Congo no, area. No, no, that's, that's like no. Kenya is like the chest. Congo is like it's even shaped like the Horn of Africa. That's the butt. No, even though that's the, the nipple. That's West the nipple. Africa, actually, so that's like Mali, Niger. That's it's, the butt because it's shaped and, like the butt. Antarctica is the foot. Go a little bit higher mm. up where at the knees, which is like Durban, Cape Town. Go, exactly. So a little no, bit no, higher no. up. Durban is the calves. Durban is the calves. We are the knee. We are like the yeah. knee thigh area. We are the knee and thigh. And the way things happen in Zimbabwe, we are the butt crack of the world. <laughs> <laughs> oh, have you, dad, 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 I don't, I don't know if you've been watching the news this week, but the, the pe- people, people in government are like, thank God, geez, Louise, like at least some other countries are taking the heat off us. Gee, ah, uh, fam, their are presidents keeping millions in sofas. Like work. <laughs> anyway, anyway, let's, Yo. let's, let's, let's have My a man's joy. Even put it in safe that's what kills me like why did you not think of putting it in a safe why is it in your couch what is going on <laughs> so ladies and gentlemen welcome to another episode of two broke twimbos You know what, Phil? Um, this this song didn't get the recognition it deserved on our podcast because we were using it as a dummy when everyone thought we were going to be talking about Kendrick. You remember when we dropped it? Like I'll find a song from Bernard Gigi, but everyone was like, "Oh, we really no, should have spent." This song is just we we focus we focus a lot more on the Southern African stuff because Bernard's got enough platforms that are going to push this. Phil, I, 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 we're not even we're not even anywhere close to do with platforms. This is no longer about platforms, Philip. This is about fire. Fire flames. Fire emojis. But yeah. Um, this this is going to be the episode where we talk about Burner Boy's show. Um, but as usual, we got to start the show as we always start the show, right? Now everybody go to breakfast. I thought I had pressed stop. And I just pressed replay. That's not even an option. How did that happen? Oh, mm. No. Mm. That's the power burn right there. That's Olua Bena. Philip, are you good to go? Sound of the thing, man. Hey, 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 hey. Get mad now. Get mad now. What the hell? What the hell? Here we go, here we Season settle, season settle. Captain, you're last. Coming to your street, come out, grave, yes, bro. 
club. This rock me feels has never seen nothing like this. The first podcast live broadcast in history. Welcome to another episode of Two Broke Twimbles. It's your boy Danny, that guy, aka Danos the Mad Titan, aka Denford Wekumaraini, aka Denimbi, my life, your entertainment, aka I'm done with these streets because all my friends are Swedish and I haven't eaten in weeks, aka And is it one only? The unmistakable, the irrefutable, the you will catch me in the cold bull. Get in my phone, hack the bull, Phil Child, a.k.a. Flynn Flaws, the big boss, baby. A.k.a. Pizza P. A.k.a. Sexington Lovu. A.k.a. Filthy Phil. A.k.a. DJ Mkarat. And of course, Shemiri, you didn't get me what drinking. Hey, 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 hey! Welcome one more again to another episode of Two Broke Twimbos. Yeah, boy. Your boy is Denny and Phil. So, uh, let's start off with Zimbabweans doing it big. We have quite a long list today, Philip, of Zimbabweans doing big things. Mm, mm, so mm, so mm. let's 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 take our let's take our first cue from the president of this uh, this great nation. Janimbi. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to read for you an article from the Herald. The president hails the best world student team. Zimbabwe students are inspirational and continue conquering the world in various spheres, raising the country's flag high in whatever endeavor and in the process earning commendation from President Mnangagwa. Did you get that? Mm. We're, we're, yeah, we're yeah, yeah. deep, yo. High, latest, high praise, high praise. The latest to put the country on the world map again was Zimbabwe's <sighs> national high school moot team. Which, make, which made history after being crowned champions of the world at the 2022 International Moot Court competitions that were held recently. Mm. So congratulations to our, you know, moot team. Basically, junior mm. lawyers who go out and have moot court. And they were, won the world championships. So, you know, mm. congratulations. That point is not moot. The, the best part Think of this, and I want to read it to you here. <clears throat> <laughs> Let me just pull it up. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, description of each of the team members, what they did, whatever, whatever. Uh, oh my goodness, this is such a long article. I read this earlier. I should have highlighted it. There we go. <clears throat> In that vein, the Second Republic has come up with an array of policies tailored to promote learners' advancement and ensure that they lead in the country's development as encapsulated in Vision 2030 for the nation to become an upper middle class economy. Key to the nation's mm. development are young people who have benefited from Education 5.0, which places institutions Wait, of higher learning. <laughs> when was 4.0? So what were we, like 2.0? 3? We were beta <laughs> testing. We were 0. <laughs> <laughs> we, were, we weren't even a numbered release. <laughs> As a result of the enabling environment, Zimbabwe was the only African country that had a team at the virtually held international moot court where local students came up tops. <laughs> no, I actually have to give props to the Herald. Ah, 
Ah, no, I have to give you guys props. Ah, 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 ah. I love it. So after all that, you you just snag it in there. These guys won by default. <laughs> no, they, well, they were the only African. They beat all the other uh, um, countries, but they were the, <laughs> the only African team there. I think um, all the judges were just throwing me like, wait, they, they speak English. <laughs> it's like, you guys are from Zimbabwe. You know, it's like those those talent shows mm. where someone comes on like, I live under a mm. bridge and my mother has <laughs> 17 children. If I win this competition, I'll be, <laughs> please vote for me. <laughs> anyway, no, 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 no. We're just messing around. But congratulations to the Zimbabwe high school. It's a high school competition, high school moot team. The young lawyers, mm. future lawyers. I hope you guys get hired by international organizations. And uh, congratulations, <laughs> congratulations on your hard work. And I think this proves one thing, Philip. What's that, Dan? Zimbabweans are undefeated at arguing. Ah, number one. Undefeated. Ah, I mean, where's the best podcast in the world? Come on now. I mean, come, come on. on, come on, come on, come on. Come on. Secondly, let's Come talk on. about a Zimbabwean who recently won an Emmy Award. We are talking about a Zimbabwean by the name of Dumi Maraire, also known by his artist mm. named Dre's. We once featured a song of his some years ago. Um, my man's Dre's, aka Dumi Maraire. Featured is a strong word. Well, I mean, we played his song. Yeah. Barely. He's he, he's he's based in Seattle and Los Angeles, you know, uh, moving between the mm. two. He's a... Uh, which is brother's based as well, so it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. He's um, he's son to also to Misani Maraire, but he's Dumi mm-hmm. Maraire Junior, and uh, mm-hmm. also he's the young brother to late to the late Chiwoniso Maraire. Well, he won an Emmy. Mm, and don't forget Tendai Maraire. Shabazz Palaces are doing that thing. Come on, now. respect respect the Maraire family, mate. It is it is, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Dan, so, where are the Maraires from again? Remind me, Dan. Where are the Maraire from? Where, where are they from? Zimbabwe. M. Trey, Dan. M. Trey. Mutari's finest. Come on, naps. So, yeah. Um, he did the... His song was used as a, the theme for some morning show. I can't remember what it was called. And it's not here nice. this, in this article. But anyway, yeah. It was a theme for some morning show and it won it won um, uh, an Emmy. So, congratulations <gasps> to Dumi. We see your moves. Do your thing. Uh, while we're still in the realm of TV, shout out to Tongai Chirisa, uh, who is starring in the next Netflix film. It's called uh, Next Exit. It's going to premiere nice. at the Tribeca Film Festival, and I thought I saw ads for it that were saying it's going to be a Netflix soon. Let me just confirm that before I lie to you. But yeah, yeah. C- congratulations, Tongai Chirisa. Every, like every couple of months, I, f- I feel like we feature him in Zimbabwe and doing it big. Uh, nice, 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 nice. Netflix is just in my head. And finally... We once spoke about him, Kudara, when in the beginning of COVID, um, the Zimbabwean in Botswana, who was uh, instrumental to developing the vaccine. Where, 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 where? Sikulile Moyo. Moyo. Yeah. Yes, well, yes, yes. Just last week, he was featured in Times 100 Most Influential People of 2022. What? Yo, I so. mean, pfft. the yeah. 2BT bump. I mean, come on now. Time magazine's most bump. influential people of 2022 has a Zimbabwean. What are you saying? <clears throat> uh, the 2BT pump is too strong, Dan. Three, we've got three, three, three benefactors this week. Three. We people move. who have received the bump. 
We Come move. On. We move. Congratulations, all of y'all. Congratulations, all of y'all. All right, let's move forward. Uh, following up on a couple of stories we've spoken about, let's start off with Shasha. We've been following the Shasha saga, the Shaga, as I like to call it, um, over the past. Go away. Go go away. Get out. Get out right now. Get out. Ever since the Vic Falls Carnival, if you will recall. Get out. In the Shaga. <laughs> Naming God. Um um Shasha was built to perform at the Vic Falls Carnival along with um Scorpion Kings. <laughs> However, she did not uh, turn up, neither did Cubs at a Small, nor DJ Maporisa, and none of them said nothing about nothing and everyone was mad and of course the Nyaya died down a little bit. Well, Shasha has finally posted up a statement. I can read the statement for you. She posted it to her Twitter. <sighs> um <sighs> No, she says, Hello to all my friends and fans who attended this year's Vic Falls Carnival. I'd like to apologize to you and to the festival too for not attending this year's edition. Over the past few months, there have been a lot of changes in my environment. A lot of you might have noticed my silence on social media too. It's important that I share with you all that right now, I'm at a moment that marks the end of some things, but the wonderful beginnings of others too. In the middle of it all, I was unable to fulfill my commitment to be part of the carnival. I know this caused a lot of disappointment, but I am asking you to please trust me to make it up to you. My team and I are working hard to come up with a new plan together with the festival organizers who have been incredibly patient and supportive. I hope we can announce our plans alongside some even more exciting news in the weeks to come. I can't wait to perform for all of you. Love to everyone. Regards, Shasha. I really worry about who's advising Shasha right now. So, uh, yeah, and then uh, the organizers, the ones who had complained about uh, Shasha, uh, they they then responded and said, finally, well, it's been six weeks since Vic Falls Carnival 2022, and while an amazing energy lingers, we must apologize for our silence. The truth is we have been in litigation with our group headline act, DJ Maporisa Kabza de Small and Shasha failed to make their performance at this year's event. Finally, we have received a statement from Shasha. She has since changed management companies and we are currently in talks with her new management about how we can make her no show up to fans. So they then said that they had not received any communication from Kabza de Small, DJ Maporisa, or anyone from, from their squad. So yeah, um, that's the current situation. Like Phil said, it is a little confusing. Like if you're going to wait this long to make a statement, then it has to be a more solid statement than guys. Thanks, thanks for your patience. You know, Danny, you know like when you know your woman, right? You do something wrong. You know, you mess up. Reoccurrence. And you're like, you know what? I'm not going to talk about that. And she's giving you the cold shoulder. Mm-hmm. Six weeks. You know what I mean? And then, you know what? Eventually she dies down. She's like, you know what? This isn't worth the argument. It's not worth the tension in the home. I'm moving on. Yeah. And then six weeks later, after she's moved on, you know what I mean? She's she's now continued with life. So, babe, I did that thing because of this. And you like. <laughs> and I said nothing. She just have said nothing. Should just let sleeping dogs lay. Should just let them dogs just just leave them. Because the thing here is, if you're not offering a solution and you're just offering an excuse, you, you are start solving the problem. You're actually just making it worse. You you are you are literally making people upset all over again. And that's what happened. Like a lot of the comments under her post were very much, "Hey, you haven't said anything. Hey, is this all you've got to say?" Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. And I mean, I can't blame them. <laughs> They're mad and legitimately so. So. 
<laughs> I still have mad love for Shasha, and I understand things happen, but let's uh, let me. I want to hope that I, she's. I, I, able I love. To. Her. I I love her too. Um, I don't know what's going on, but I've I've been saying for a while. I think that, that, that something happened. I think something in her personal slash professional life happened. When she's ready to speak on it, she's going to speak on it. But there's no other way to explain her silence in the past two years. To go from the output and the collaborations and the work and the touring that she was doing, even during the pandemic, to then this, something happened. And uh, I, I, I hope that she's okay. I mean, extrapolating from her statement and the statement of the organizers, it sounds like the major change was beef with and changing her management. That seems to be what they're implying. If there's something else, I, I wonder if they'll ever address it. <coughs> I wonder if they'll ever Even, address it. Once again, at this point, if you're not releasing a definitive statement, don't release a statement at all. Yeah. Don't give us innuendo. And just tell straight up to guys, this happened. Ba, 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 ba. Or if it's in court, you let 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 the court proceedings do what they do, and then when, when once those has been resolved, you come up with a statement. Because I don't see how this. If you are indeed going to court, I don't see how this helps your case. Because going to court means that you're fighting whatever these guys are doing. Because from my side, if I'm the promoter, why why would I want to go to court? Going to court it costs me money and time. Mm-hmm. At the very least, if if Shasha or whoever she's working with now says, you know what, our bad. We were paid and we were contracted to perform. We didn't perform. We are putting it in writing. We failed to live up to our end of the bargain. Okay. Maria Jugiwa, which events can we come and make this up to you for? Mm. You know what I mean? There, there's no need for this back and forth. There certainly is no need for, for court. Going to court implies that one of the parties is aggrieved and they found no resolution. Remember, we don't know that they actually are in court to the best. In fact, the only thing we know of is that someone sent a letter. <laughs> and sometimes, you know, people say, you see, litigation. So, you know, uh, people, are, people are just very free Let's with see. words is what I'm saying. Let me go back to that statement. They said that, oh yeah, we have been in litigation. Mm. Mm, yeah, litigation is open because that could be even be arbitration. Okay, fair. But still, even within that, even within yeah. litigation, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm confused. Because there's no need for back and forth. It's like, yeah, guys, I'm sorry. Okay, what can I do to make it up to you? It's like, sorry, guys, I'm going to make it up to you. That would Actually, that would have been fine. That's not even a statement. Just posting on a Twitter. On, on a Twitter. I'm so sorry, guys. On a Twitter. On a Twitter. I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> I haven't been around. I'm going to make it up to you. Even that would have been better. Just leave it at that. Because <laughs> you got fans. People mm. were like, it's all good, queen. We love you. But now it's like, ah, no. Don't worry. But anyway. Because deep down, when I pondo, those are zipondo, then when I zipondo, is Following up as well from our discussion last week, if you remember, in our fantastic feat and where to find them, we spoke at length about uh, a situation in Zimbabwe about cutting off toes. If you're wondering if this is your first episode you're listening to, we encourage you to go back and listen to other episodes so you'll get context. But yeah, last mm. week we spoke about mm. how this, this craze was sweeping through Zimbabwe and I was 100% convinced that it was a joke. And lo and behold, this week, in a South African it's newspaper, joke, might Dan. I add. Dan, how is it a joke? He's in jail. He went to court, Dan. Okay? Okay? It's rare. 
here's the here's the the headline is prankster who claimed to buy human toes in Zimbabwe charged with criminal nuisance. And look who wrote it. Okay, look at the name Lenin and Dabili. Okay, I'm not trusting that name. Okay, okay, no, it's not an impartial reporter. No. So uh, the guy who's arrested, his name is David Kaseke. He's a, a dealer. But he makes more. <laughs> Kaseke. <laughs> so yeah. So if you if you remember the video that I played last week, um, where he's like, mm-hmm. yeah, did you know? Yeah, can I want? You know, he was talking about that. Um, and then now he got arrested. He was like, guys, I was joking. <laughs> he was like, I was drunk and joking. That's what he says. But anyway, he's going to uh, appear in court on the issue. <laughs> when keeping, trying to go viral goes wrong, Dad. Trying to go viral goes wrong. When he saw his joke had gotten out of hand, after a series of interviews days later, the state alleged Kaseke indicated that he was drunk and joking. I told you it was a joke that went out of hand, guys. And, and the funniest part is the police are putting out statements saying, we encourage the public to desist from making statements that tarnish the good name of our country. <laughs> wait, 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 what, 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 wait, what, what? I'm not even kidding. That what was, name? <laughs> that was, that was a statement from <laughs> the police. Let me, okay, I'm, I'm paraphrasing. Let me read it for you verbatim. Mm, verbatim. <clears throat> yes, verbatim, like the flash. Mm. Uh, no, like the CD. Hey, you can tell you a young. I know verbatims for oh, the like blank the CDs, CDs yes, and yes, blank yes. and blank cassettes. I know the blank ninety-minute cassettes. I feel we're the same age. <laughs> okay. Uh, 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 I am pulling it up. There it is. <clears throat> Here is this is a statement from the Deputy Minister of Information, Publicity, and Broadcasting Services, Kindness Paradza. He was visiting Zimex Mall to investigate. And he made this statement. What is he doing? <laughs> Inspecting feet? <laughs> As government, we made some investigations into this issue and we assessed the status of the matter. There is nothing like that. It's the act of social media peddlers who are trying to tarnish our country. They are also tarnishing the image of our citizens who are working hard to earn a living, assuming that they are trading their toes to prosper. smart and very clean. I talk to these young entrepreneurs. They are selling their gadgets without any problem. Such an issue is being circulated on social media and we want to warn people that it is a crime to peddle falsehoods. It's a crime. If you made a joke about Jugunwe, just a reminder, guys. It's a crime to peddle falsehoods on social media. It tarnishes the image of the country. We will arrest them and they will be arrested. <laughs> Yo, someone transcribed this, bruh. Someone had to listen to the statement and transcribe it and then proofread it. This is the deputy minister. <laughs> and then this person went home and their spouse said, Babe, how was your day at work? And like they had to say, It was a busy day. It was babe. busy, babe. <laughs> I had to take a statement from the deputy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe this. This country, what the hell? <laughs> Yo, ah, dude, anyway. there's embarrassment and then there's this country. Yo. <laughs> all right, so uh, yeah, so that's the story on toes. Hopefully, we can all stop joking about it now. I'm tired. It was just a joke that went too far, and you're tarnishing mm. the name of our good country. Mm. 
totally too much. Totally. So much. Mm. <laughs> you guys are not fit to have social media. <laughs> it, it really was degrading my soul. <laughs> I was like to heal with you. <laughs> Ah, yeah, yeah. It was just tonally wrong, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> But I'm glad the police have nailed the response and we are good. You know what I mean? They clipped it in the bud and they clipped it in the bud. <laughs> right there, you know. Anyway, um yeah, let's get to our first main <clears throat> story, guys. Nothing cute so, about it. Last week, <laughs> I swallowed my pride and I made the call. <laughs> I swallowed my pride and I made the call. So we arranged for us to attend the Burner Boy concert. There were several phases of humbling that I had to force Dan to endure. I was like, mm, Dan, I were. And I'm, I'm glad you were there, Phil, because you're the one who was saying, what's the worst? No, 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 no. I'm glad you saw that. It requires a lot of humbling. But still, you know, end result is we got to see Burner Boy live. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, we have many thoughts to share. So first of all, I want to start off by saying that Phil and I have slightly differing view. I mean a lot of we agree on a lot of things, but on other things we have slightly differing views and we've had uh, especially in our patron group, we had uh, a lot of back and forths and discussions in there discussing this this Burner Boy. I mean, then then I think I mean with, with good reason and I think it hit it started, it, hit, it hit me late in the week. Mm. And I think it's because I, I had been going through so much just because keep in mind, this was month end bills have to be paid. I need to make sure salaries are covered. G-g-g-g. So you're running around and you're thinking you're like, Isha guys, I want to go, but eh, pardon my, my bills yeah. excuse me, that have to be covered. And then you, when you stop and you think about it, you're like, wait a minute, this is a Grammy winning artist. Mm-hmm. This is, this is a once in a generation concert. This is, this is like when Sean Paul, Akon, Um, the Sean Paul, Akon, Beanie Man, no Elephant Man, that concert, or Fat Joe, Ciara, Lil Kim. You know what I mean? Once mm. every five to ten years, do I really want to be like I could have gone and I didn't? Nah, let me let let me go. Let me experience it. However, and and it even got to the point where we were like, take up here my general access tickets. Do I know general don't access? Wait. And lo and behold, what tickets are we given? <laughs> General access. But no, shout out, shout out, shout out, Jason. Mm-hmm. It, it was funny because mm-hmm. when he gave us the tickets, I was like, so Jason, I don't want to sound ungrateful. <laughs> and, 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 and he looked at you perplexed. He was very perplexed. He was like, what's the problem here, He says, these are media. He says, you're sounding kind of ungrateful right now. <laughs> I was like, don't you got some VIP? <laughs> Like, no, sorry, this is what I have. How about Chara? I was like, what did you guys do to Jason, Dan? Because, yo, I could, I could sense it. I could no, sense. but I mean, Phil, he gave us free tickets. I mean, you know, we can't look too deep. You can't, you got to be grateful for that, right? And, um, and no, no, so no, shout no, out to no, Jason. No, no. And, um, yeah, I, I, I was, I was able to upgrade my ticket. Um, I tried to do both, Philip. I tried. But it was only one that was that was that I was able to upgrade, so I got no, to enjoy fine, the. Because I was, 
I also realized, you know what, let me take my little sister. So I took my little sister. Mm. I wasn't going to get a VIP for her. So as you saw, I was, there, I was there with my sister. I was with some friends and family. We had a good time. We had a little, a little nook, a little, a, a little enclave. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? My, my brother was also there. Because I actually went to my brother. I was like, yo, I'm heading to the Burner concert. He's like, oh, okay. See you there. I was like, what? Why? Yeah. He also <laughs> somehow finagled tickets on his end. Anyway. So, uh, so yeah, so we were able to attend the Burner Boy concert. And I, I, think, I don't think it's, it's hyperbole to say it's probably the biggest concert in Zim in the last maybe decade. I can't think of one that was bigger. Uh, uh, HICC June 18, then. What, what's in HICC June 18? Wingy, Ja, uh, Nati. Oh, yeah, that's true, that's true, that's true, that's true. I meant, I meant uh, of someone visiting, not overall. Anyway, so um, Brian which, Adams, Brian Adams, Dan, come on. Ooh, hmm. I, I, actually, that's interesting. Which is a bigger no, concept, Brian Adams or Burner Boy? But Brian Adams was HICC. HICC is five thousand. So even close. Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> let's start with your experience, Philip. It, it was a cold, frigid night. How did your experience go? <laughs> So the backstory is, yeah. So Dan and I went and we, we, we collected our tickets um, as they were begrudgingly given to us. And I was like, you know what? You know what? Let me make it an experience. And then it just so happened that Dan betrayed me and he was like, you know, Phil, I've got a VIP ticket. I was like, you know, it's fine, Dan, go. Um, I will say that I was impressed because when we initially went, I did not think that they were going to create the the division the way they did between VIP and Joe Lex, I thought it was going to be far more to the left or rather the VIP area is going to be much smaller, mm-hmm. but they, they, they made sure that VIP had a lot of like pretty much half of the front stage was VIP half of the front stage of general access. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot more space in VIP. That was, that was a good um, setup. I must say, cause normally VIP, like sometimes even if you want to be in VIP, you're like, but I'm not going to be close to the stage anyway. So why would I, that time that I have to yeah. give props for. Yeah. So that was good. So, um, I, Funny enough, on the Friday, um, fresh fresh from the airport and the, the videos that were circulating, I went to Gavas to get some tickets for my sister and a few other people. And guess who I bumped into there? It's Jason. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he sees my sister walking up and down because we're trying to find the ticket office. I'm like, yo, Jason, my man, sorry. Where, where's the ticket office? And then he's like, no, no, just go to Gavas. They got, they got tickets. I'm like, I bet. So I tell my sister to go to Gavas. So he sees my sister walking. He's like, oh, that's your little sister. Ah, cool, cool. See you tonight. So like, yo, yo, my man, you're going to just go with me and take over my little sister. You, you going to just. <laughs> anyway, so that's the backstory. Now, I've been to an event, events at. Belgravia Sports Club. I think that the largest, most recent event that was there was Davido. Dan, we've discussed it before. It was chaos. So I was like, fine. General access, cool. I, I, I got home early. I told everyone that we're going, we're leaving home at 4 p.m. We're going to get there as the gates open. We're going to find our spot early. I don't care how many warm-up acts I have to listen to, but we are going to avoid the chaos, the pressure, Whatever that may be, I also want to make sure I get my car parked in a secure place and we can enjoy our night. So, <clears throat> lo and behold, we get there early. Um, managed to, because I have a recognizable face and the people I'm with have a recognizable face, which is another thing I'll get to later. So the thing is, in fact, let me get to it now. 
So let me preempt the story with the fact that I I realized just how small the Zimbabwean music industry is and not in a good way by the fact that even with our biggest concert, as Dan mentioned in five years, <coughs> our facilities and our venues are so run down or so non-existent that the best location we could host a Grammy winning artist who's currently on a world tour, by the way, who flew in on a private jet and had to fly back to America the next day on that same private jet. The best we could do was a field where they play Boozer League soccer every Sunday. That is a grand indictment. I don't have this on authority, but I do have it from people who I, I would I would give a lot of credibility to. And they were even like, even with the stage equipment, a lot of it was event evolution, but they had to get additional pieces from other promoters because we had not had an event of this magnitude in quite some time. Mm. So I stand to be corrected if, if, if that is an incorrect fact, but that's what I heard. And from what I could see, I kind of understood that. So just for us to meet Burner Boys tech writers, vendors had to come together like Voltron. You know what I mean? Just so that they could match up, which means that on a regular basis, we're not having enough shows of this magnitude. And I say all that to say, get to the gate. It's the same security guys. I feel what's up, what's up. I feel, the the I same know, ones we know mean? from ev- everywhere. The same ones we know. The same. So it's the, it's the same people doing tickets that we know. The same people that are doing security. And once again, I keep, I remind you, we're going to general access. When we get to the queue, we, we end up at the front of the line. So we're right at the front. And they're like, no, 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 Phil, don't worry. We, we will get you into VIP. I'm like, no, 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 guys. I was given the tickets by Jason. If Jason sees me in VIP, that's that's not a good look on not me. Not a good look, yeah. It's, you know what I mean? If I if I legitimately got a VIP ticket, then fair and fine. But what I will not do is sneak in. Mm. But on that night, four people. I'm not. And I'm, I'm not exaggerating. Four people who were working that venue were like, "Phil, let me get you in a VIP." And I was like, "Nah, guys, it's cool." <laughs> Later on in the night, I saw a number of people who clearly, some of them didn't even have tags. I'll get to that just now. Some of them clearly had general access tags who were in VIP standing in front of security. And the security could clearly see the general access tags and they were having conversations. And that speaks to some of the problems that we have. It reminds me of, I can't remember if we we shared the story on the podcast, but Dan, you remember... When we hosted the Nasty C event. Mm-hmm. And Nasty C had his section. So Nasty C is in his section with his crew. And Nasty C has his bodyguard. Mm-hmm. Dan and I are in there as well. And we're just chilling. And we with Rue. Rue's spazzing out because she's such a big Nasty C fan. Mm-hmm. And there's a, a ball. One of the mingas. Who's used to accessing all parts of the club. Wants to come over and say hi to Nasty. So the first layer of security at the rope is the the bouncers that work at Pablo's mm-hmm. at the time. And they let him through because they're like, yo, this guy spends thousands every weekend. Whatever he says goes. He gets to Nasty C's bodyguard. Nasty C's bodyguard's like, nope. 
my man's, what are you doing here? He's like, no, 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 dude, I'm trying to do thing. And obviously he's now getting indignant because he's like, hey, how dare you stop me from trying to speak to Nasty C? Can't you see these guys let me through, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, yo, I don't care if Pablo's bounces let you in. I'm not letting you in. And that's the same situation we had there where the bouncers who we see every weekend, who we work with every weekend, who know us, and we're not the only people, we're not special. They know a lot of people. They obviously want to let their friends in, but more importantly, they also want to let the people that that, that, that break them off a little sum. Yep. So like if if you throw them a 20, they're going to let you in. And it was heartbreaking to me because I'm like, even if you do everything right, if you cover all your bases, the, the very people you are paying will go out of their way to sabotage you and cost you money. Mm-hmm. So that's the backstory. Anyway, we get to the front. We're on time at five. They're like, um, the ticket scanners aren't here yet. Please, can you wait? We waited for over 45 minutes. Was this at five when you arrived? They said they don't have the ticket scanners yet. Nope. Okay. We did not get into, and I, once again, Dan, I was, we were the first people in that weren't vendors, that were not service providers. We were the first people yes. in. Because according to the program that they posted, <laughs> gates open at five. Mm. So we got in at quarter to six. Mm-hmm. As we entered, there still were no ticket scanners. They didn't even have the, the, the bands. They, they just said, show us your tickets. We showed them the tickets. That, and they said, okay, go in. By the way, if you do want to come out, like, like in 30 minutes, the band should be here by then. Just get the band so that we can let you back in. And, I, and I'm looking at the people and I'm like, what? And part of me is also like, had I known this, I could have just used my printer and my laminate at home and just made more tickets. But anyway, <laughs> that's we, we never would have, obviously. It's just So know. we get in. Yeah. And as we enter, there seems to be the typical sound team still figuring out the sound. They're playing music off a laptop, that type of thing. We then see a DJ get on stage. They don't announce who this DJ is and the DJ is off to the side. They're still setting up the, the cameras and the lighting. So there's obviously there's two massive screens on either side of the stage. It was a pretty and impressive stage, I have to say. Like even the, it was, yeah. yeah. Pretty impressive. So there's two screens on either side of the stage. Um, but the cameras have not been fully set up yet. So sometimes they, they're zooming in, they're zooming out because they're still doing their screen test or whatever. And we're unsure, is this chaotic or not? Now I'm looking at him like, no, this guy doesn't look like chaotic. Yo, chaotic or short locks? No, this doesn't look like him. And I quickly realized it's not chaotic because he was a terrible DJ. And I think what happened was, um, I think Berner landed. They showed him the program. He was like, nope, I'm taking a nap. And they realized Berner is going to be two hours late. And they now scramble to figure out, okay, what do we fill in these two hours until Berner gets here? But the fact that the way the show was run throughout was pretty evident that they knew Berner was running two hours late. Because I'm sure at the, at the hotel, Berner told them, yo, guys, there's a thing. I'm not going to make it on time. When I got to buy the tickets, that was like at 3 p.m., they, his his crew had just arrived to do sound check. So if you're doing the maths and you're considering Harare traffic on a Friday, there's no way they're going to make it back to the hotel, get prepared and back again. So that's strike one. And that's one of the issues I mentioned is 
They knew they were running two hours late. Why didn't they tell the, the audience, the crowd, the paying customers, hey guys, Bernard's going to come out. We're telling you that. Just understand he's a little tired, he's a little jet lag. Come up with some story. But just update us and let us know, yo, he's going to be a little late. Nothing wrong with that. Shows run late all the time. Just inform your customers. I think, I think that's common decency, right? Strike two. You clearly had two hours to film. And instead of getting a competent DJ, you got someone whose DJing experience seems to be a school dance and using the aux cable on road trips because that was abysmal. It, it, it was so bad. And um, we're going to cut to Dr. Nyarai's review somewhere along here. It was so bad. I don't know if you heard it, Dan, but there was a time where his audio cut and mm. he had to shift. And the crowd started chanting, Gaiend, Gaiend. Because even the crowd were like, yo, this DJ is terrible. And I was very frustrated. And I was frustrated for one reason. And it's not just because I work with DJs and I'm selfishly like, yo, why don't you book my acts or anything? It's more so the main issue here is give the Zimbabwean audience whatever, they'll accept it. Because even if, let's say worst case scenario, you have nothing left in the budget. Your budget is at zero. You're overdrawn, but you realize, yo, I've got two hours to fill. Dan, how many competent DJs do you know that would work for free on that night just to say they opened up for Burner Boy? Mm. There were DJs in the crowd. Some, some, some being your colleagues who, like, if, if, if they announce, could you, is there a DJ in the house right now? <laughs> you know what I mean? They, something would have happened. Something, they, a plan could have been made. That was some of the worst DJing I've had to, and I'm not even exaggerating. That's the worst DJing I've had to endure at a concert in my life. I have not heard DJing that bad since I was learning how to DJ in form two. And I was DJing off PC gold and I was using my, my keyboard as the controller. And it, it was, it was uh, H to go to the left deck, uh, <laughs> K to go to the right deck, J to go center. Okay, wait, wait. So <laughs> before before we get to chaotic Japres and Burn, I also want to we'll do it in sections so that you don't you don't monologue for too long. So you got in early. I was I was rushing because I really thought like yo, you know what? The, the way everyone the way these guys seem so organized, I'm sure everything's gonna start on time. So you know, I finished work. I had to pre-record my show on radio. I had to um, pick up uh, Crims DJ Crims who was also coming with. So in my head, I was, just, I was doing so much. I was like, oh my goodness, I'm going to be so late. And then when I was looking at the, the, um, uh, the program, I was like, I should arrive around about the time maybe Chaotic is halfway through or just about to finish. So that's mm. what I was thinking. So, so when I came, I saw there was quite a bit of traffic. So in my head, I was like, oh no, here we go again. Now, I gotta, now I'm going to spend 30 minutes trying to figure out where to park and what I'm supposed to do. So I drove in and you know these guys were trying to get me to park Way, way far away from from Belgravia Sports Club, opposite KFC or something. This must have been, I think it was about six forty five, maybe. Mm-hmm. And um, and then I was like, I was like, no, hang on, I got a VIP ticket. Surely there's VIP parking. So I I decided mm-hmm. to drive all the way, and to my surprise, driving all the way to the gate and inside was a, a breeze. I literally just drove, drove, mm-hmm. got to the gate. 
And they were like, Ndada, this is VIP. I was like, oh, my ticket. And they're like, ah, go in. And I, I literally went in, parked, you know, the normal parking for Gavas. That's yep, where that's I, parked. I was parked. So mm-hmm. went in there, parked over there, and then walked to the small gate. Small gate was apparently the VIP entrance. The guy was, mm-hmm. uh, the person was already there checking tickets. Uh, they, they had, um, they had set up a, a, a certain barricades and whatever to make it a proper concert entrance or whatever. And again, like you're saying, the usual guys we know that we see every whatever showed my ticket, got my tag, went in. And I was, I was quite shook. I was like, is there what? That was way too easy. I, I expected to at least wait a couple of minutes or something. I literally drove, parked, walked in. And I was like, this is wild. When I got in, I kind of realized why that was the case. Because at 6.45, the place was still almost empty. Mm-hmm. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if what happened with uh, Wizkid, his people went to go check the crowd. How far? How far? All right, no. No, that happened too early. So like I'm saying, the delays happened too early yeah, for yeah. that to have happened. So, so I mean, I was, I was, I was like, I, I went in, there was a bar, there were waiters and waitresses, got some drinks, sat down, moved around. And by then, I think the DJ you're talking about was maybe, I don't know, maybe he was halfway let's, let's through. Stop calling this guy, let's, let's, stop, let's stop calling this guy DJ. It's, it's an insult to all DJs. <laughs> so I didn't, I didn't really experience him like that. I don't know. I just, I just like, there was music playing in the background while I arrived and bought a drink and went to look around and see who was there. And then I saw you and I looked around, you know what I mean? So I, I, I didn't really experience him like that. But at some point, we did hear that DJ play music with tags. You know, the it wasn't not just okay. I don't know what it was. It was like just Niger.com mm. or yeah, which is just it that's matter. embarrassing. Well, well, we, we all heard it. We all looked at each other. They were like, <laughs> Ah, guys, ah, don't you <laughs> up, ah, no. Ah, I caught I caught your eye. I caught uh, Crims's eye. In fact, let's call Crims. <laughs> Let me see if he's available. <laughs> I'm gonna call him because. <laughs> Because <laughs> 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 ah, no, Crimson, I had a blast. Oh, god, ah, <laughs> uh, no pull in these streets, even to your subordinates. I'm not dealing, Crims. Hey man, Yo, am I what's w- happening, man? <laughs> am I waking you up? You are live on the podcast. What? <laughs> <laughs> so listen, dog. Um, <laughs> we're we're reviewing the Burner Boy concert. Yeah, what's up? So we're talking about that DJ who was playing earlier. What are your thoughts on him? Are you half asleep? Or do you want me to do? You, do you want, Rambo, go a cup of coffee, and then I'll call you after two minutes. There was no teacher. Just say the person was playing. <laughs> you see, Dan, I'm not alone. Okay, He's the, the person. I, I didn't see. I didn't see no DJ. There was someone playing music, trying to. I don't know what he was trying to do, but I there, didn't there was see someone no playing DJ. a YouTube playlist. That was a YouTube playlist. That's what that, that's what that was. Yeah, YouTube, whatever, TikTok, or maybe they just had a small little folder with the phone fillers. That was no DJ, man. If, if you put a DJ behind that guy's name, then I don't know how, where, you, where you, you're going. 
and how you, you, you can tell that person was that was not DJ. Don't lie to people. <laughs> Would you say that that DJ ruined your night? Almost. Really? So like, and <laughs> uh, he continued doing that. Hey man, I I I don't know. It was going to be a terrible night. I hope he doesn't listen to this podcast, man. You don't want someone to, you know. Oh, he he, he does. Uh, he, he, I, I saw him afterwards. He was even like, Kofil, you know, I tried to sell you photos back in the day and you refused. <laughs> <laughs> listen. So, so he's a photographer then. But, but Crims, were we not, that was around about the time people were getting into the venue. I mean, you're not going to have chaotic playing while people are arriving. You need someone, you know. Now we we under we understand that which is which is why I'm not I'm not trying to I I think it was it was it was also uh, the promoter's uh, uh, problem because they were supposed to, to to be to have a plan if if they saw that we can't we can't start at the time that they were supposed to start then they were supposed to, to, to at least make a plan for people to to turn up even if. Uh, the people who were supposed to perform were not ready. You get what I'm saying? Yo, imagine if they played a YouTube mix and it started playing ads in the middle of it. <laughs> it would have been better. That's it would have been better. <laughs> 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 okay, but so I I I on I agree with what Phil was saying earlier. They should have hired an up and coming, someone who's a, who's beginning to make a bit of a name for themselves. Like my guy, our budget is out, but we want to give you the opportunity to perform at the Burner Show. We'll give you a VIP ticket and a hundred bucks or something like that. Listen, there were no. It wasn't going to be all that talk. That's uh, there were so many DJs in that crowd, and do you know what it would have meant for any DJ to just be on that stage and and you know just. You know, it was going to mean a lot without even money for for anything. Yeah. And so people were ready. Yeah, Ray D was in the crowd. I was in the crowd. I met <laughs> like four other DJs. You know, with with laptop at the at the at the, <laughs> at the event. They could have. They could have just asked me, bro. We just we just need you to play a couple tunes. That's it. Spinner boy, bro, who wouldn't want to be on that stage and just be present? <laughs> All right, fair enough. But they they to give us a. I think that guy is a capable guy. I, I, you know, you know what? Yeah, it shouldn't be done again. Okay, so okay. Apart from him, how was how was how was uh, chaotic? I, I personally, uh, I, I think you should have just kept uh, kept playing hip hop music mm-hmm. because because people people detached from your set, you know, when you started playing some other things. But if if you saw you you saw what happened when you when you were playing hip hop, yeah, yeah. But I think you fell into the shape of you know I'm a piano being DJ and all that, yeah. Okay, and job razor. I saw, I saw, I saw a couple of people. I, I saw a couple of people going to get food after a, a couple of minutes into his thing. Krims, did you write the, the article in the Herald? Because you're sounding a lot like uh, Tafato right now. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, I've, I've got three issues. 
that I I I I I, I had on 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 that Friday. Uh-huh. So what are the three issues? So uh, DJ the, number one, the, the cable guy, the cable guy who was DJing. Uh huh. <laughs> the cable uh, guy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, what's his name? Uh, chaotic, chaotic set just going elsewhere. Uh, I didn't expect it. He, he disconnected from the from the energy. Mm-hmm. And uh, and. And uh, the microphone. Okay. Because I I couldn't hear anything. Because <laughs> it was just it was just vibes and vibes. But I, I to be honest with you, I I I think I'm, it was better when 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 Jeffries was 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 doing his set. But also, Jazz uh, set was also disconnected from from what was supposed to happen. I. I mean, it's just phrase. Of course, we're gonna, you know, dance or know the tunes. But I, I, I think whoever did his uh, his playlist set for for that night, yeah, we need a conversation with them. Mm. Okay. What about entrance tickets, bar? Or oh, you do you don't drink? Uh, I was it was smooth. I'm not. I I don't drink, but I went to to go get me a, 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 a juice or something, and I left without any because it was. Yeah, I don't know what they were trying to do. There was there was a system that they put together here to buy a, a ticket and then go wait for your drink. What what what? what. I was like, no. To, to be I to be can't. honest, that's the best way to do it in a place where we don't have change. But yeah, um, okay. But I know people. I know people who ended up having to leave without their change. I know some people. I I left. I I have eight dollars. Andy, you bought them in cards of ten. <laughs> I have eight in my car right now. That's what I'm saying. So 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 why why are you saying you are? It's the best way to. Why not just let someone pay and get their drink and go? Give them their change. Because someone's gonna pay with twenty bucks, thirty bucks, and so on, and you don't have seventeen dollars, thirteen dollars. Eleven dollars change, uh, especially with that many people, and now you got to look for change and count it out and why. But anyway, that's that's just in terms of logistics. Um, oh, okay. so that's that's there's that. Otherwise, was it worth thirty dollars? I think it was worth fifty bucks. To be honest, mm-hmm. only you know there's always there's always going to be problems. Trust yeah. me, I, I I I get that. There's always go, but if if we are to look at the overall uh night and how it went i think i think it was it was it was heavy. i yeah. think it was a good night and 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 hey bernard uh, came to work and you know <laughs> i'm i'm going to have to delete that in case there's any promoters listening who are going to increase prices now they hear you say it was worth 50 <laughs> But, but yeah, of course, uh, for me it was four, four of those things that I, I wasn't happy with. But yeah, it was a good night and it was worth it. I dope. I I, I totally enjoyed 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 the whole night. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we need to do better when it comes to certain things. All good. Thank you, my man. Iconic crims. Heavy. All good. Heavy, bro. <laughs> nice one, crims. Hmm. Interesting. So, uh, so yeah. So, I suppose early wait, on. Saying, is, wait, wait, wait. Why are you saying interesting? What do you disagree with him? 
No, I don't disagree. It's just, so he says for him, entrance was smooth as well. So I was about to say, it's yeah. quite interesting that getting coming early was probably what made it as rough as it was for you, which shouldn't be the case. No, no, it wasn't rough. So, I mean, waiting 45 delayed. minutes to get in. I mean, <laughs> that sounds that's, rough. No, but then, but that's not rough. But once again, so, you, and I think you guys both touched on it, right? If your messaging is, is damn near militant, you release the program. And the program, the, 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 there's only, as far as we can see, there's only three acts on the lineup. And you got Chaotic, Japreza, Bernaboy, Show Closes, and Agumba, 10 mm-hmm. o'clock. Mm-hmm. And you got, that's the program we, really, we were told. It was drummed in. And you got the, the, the messaging and the sentiment. And to be honest, even I was part of it because I've been to hidden culture events. To me, hidden culture events are some of the best organized events in Zimbabwe. Mm-hmm. Right? So to me, it was like, if he says things are starting at eight, they're starting at between eight and eight thirty. Cool. So if, if gates are opening at five and I, I was expecting a packed house, I'm going to be there five to avoid all the stress. This is also my little sister's first big concert. I want to make sure she's safe and secure, get a good spot. You know what I mean? So that there's no movements. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Because of that, we're delayed, which is fine. I don't, I'm, I'm not pressed about the delay. What I'm pressed about is the delay in opening the gates plus the double delay in the sets. Because keep in mind, right? That guy who they got from backstage to play music for an hour 30, he was already 30 minutes longer than Chaotic should have been. Chaotic then came out and he did a 90 minute set, not a 60 minute set. And I think he was also trying to fill time. And I think part of what Iconic mentioned there is when Chaotic set drifted, it was because that set is very similar to his boiler room set. He was trying to fill the gaps to make up time. Mm. But he had already built up his set. And another thing is, another perfect example of Zimbabwean consumers will take whatever I give them. It's not his prerogative but it's always a nice touch when a DJ comes to Zimbabwe and they just ask someone, yo, what local song is ringing off right now? Give me, give me like three or something, you know? know Yeah. What local song is ringing off? Just, just so I can just, you know, get like as a get out of jail free card, as a, as a shy sign of respect as something, just so that I can get this crowd on my side. That was never attempted. (laughs) The other mistake Kyori made is, he does not understand the, um, the love and appreciation Zimbabwean, the general Zimbabwean consumer has for Amapiano, for example, is somewhat surface level. Also, the majority of people don't speak Zulu. They don't speak Setswana. They don't speak Pedi, uh, right? So they're not going to resonate with the lyrics. They only resonate with the lyrics as they, as they are in relation to the original beat. If you're not going to be doing your custom bootlegs and your custom remixes where you put the beat and you take the the vocals from the original, it's not going to bring off the same way it would in South Africa because Mm -hmm. we want the original. But if you're monitoring the crowd, you'd see that. And technically chaotic was dope, but in terms of reading the crowd, I think that's where he, that's what Iconic's talking about. That's where he lost it a little bit. And that's what also, Tafad was talking about in his article. 
there's a lot of hyperbole in that article. A lot. Mm-hmm. And it's an ongoing joke with this podcast. That's why our listeners were sending us the article too and be like, ah, he's back at it again. But there's a few things that he identified that I don't disagree with. And one of them was chaotic for whatever reason, simply did not seem to like he treated this. He treated this like he was at altitude beach. You know what I mean? Like he treated it like this, this is another, this is this another day where I'm going to mid rand and I'm performing. And I'm, I'm not going to lie to you, Dan. I was like, I was, I was a little offended by that. You know what I mean? Like on his socials, there was no Zimbabwe. I can't wait to see you. There was no, I had a great night in Zimbabwe. He just, he just reposted one dude who took his photo in VIP. It's like, damn, like you don't rate us like that. Like not, not even like a, just a 15 second, like, you know, this is Zimbabwe's feeling my flow, nothing. It's just like, damn. And <laughs> so I, I am, I'm inclined to kind of agree on chaotic. There were, there were high moments. And then, uh, you know, like we heard from, from Crims earlier, there, there were moments where he obviously lost the crowd. When he went into his hip hop set, I was like, oh, you know, and I could see, you could see the crowd surge and, and, you know, vibe to it, whatever. And then um, at some point he goes into like, I'm a pianos and weird remixes. And then like you're saying, and it was like, oh, okay, cool, 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 cool. I think I went there. To, I, I started networking. I met, I met the, um, the, oh, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't say. Anyway, there were a bunch of South Africans that traveled for this concert. Cause mm-hmm. as you know, Philip, this man has vowed mm-hmm. never to perform in South Africa. So yep. yeah, there were a lot of teams, like some of the big sponsors and whatever. And like, yeah, I, I met quite a few of them. So I agree. Chaotic wasn't as like, you could tell that he is good at DJing. You could tell, but also you, I think you could tell that he didn't do any research on Zim and he just assumed it's going to be the same as any other crowd that he's played for back home. Mm-hmm. Um, it was still, it, at some points it was still enjoyable, but it, we spoke about it before the concert. Why not just hire, if you've already got an international act, just hire a local DJ. He'll know what to do with the crowd. It's his crowd. He'll have them eating out of his hand. They're there to have a good time. They're already hyped up. He will have them eating out of his hand or her hand, wherever the DJ is. But, you know, they chose to bring in Chaotic for whatever reason and all good. It, it wasn't a train smash in my opinion. It just, you could have done better with the DJ. Um, I actually kind of enjoyed that because, you know, we'd been, we'd been there a while and uh, it gave me a chance to walk around and actually meet some people and see some people and like, oh, what's up? Oh, you're here too. Blah, 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 blah. Um, but you know, Philip, our listeners are not here to, to listen to technical issues of which DJ played or whatever time. <laughs> no, I, I think our patrons particularly, they, they are interested in, they are interested in, in whether or not, because- it's become a, a very much a focus. I think this is probably the most engagement um, outside of some sort of hit piece on Chamisa. Um, this particular article is probably the, the most widely spread <laughs> on the head out. Tafaz was in the bonus because so, um, he's generated so many hits. If you're wondering what article we keep referring to, the Herald posted up an article titled Organizers Pour Cold Water on Burner Boy's Show in which he slams and lambasts the Burner Boy mm. concert. Mm. Um, the headline is organizers pour cold water on Burner Boy's show. The first stanza reads, imagine dressing up for the occasion and getting there on notified time and forced to wait for four hours. Yes. I mean, not one, 
not two, not three, but four hours. That is what we call being extremely disorganized. What four hours is Someone, he talking about? Come on, Philip. Later on in the article, he says Jopre is, uh, was two hours late and Burnaboy <laughs> was two hours late. So that's four hours. No, yeah, two plus three is four, Dan. Two that's, plus three is four. I mean, that's come not on. how time works, it's basic, guys. It's basic <laughs> mathematics, Dan. I, what's confusing you? I don't understand. Two plus three is four. Anyway, okay. So, here's the thing, right? So, uh, for those of you who don't know, we record the main podcast and we record Mental Wellness Mondays uh, with the good doc. Dr. Nyurai, uh, Dr. Nyurai Paweni. If you don't listen to the Mental Wellness Mondays podcast, then uh, this is an introduction. Hello, Dr. Nyurai. Please say hello to the Hi. listeners. How are you guys all doing? Now, it came to our attention when we were recording the Mental Wellness Mondays podcast, or when we should have been recording it, that uh, Dr. Nyurai is a, is a huge fan of going out and partying. Mm-hmm. Party animal, party animal. Were you also in that video of, of, of soldiers sent to conscience? Anyway, um, <laughs> I saw Dr. Nurai at the Burner Boy concert. As, yeah, and you were mm, shocked. <laughs> I was shocked, shocked beyond belief. Dr. Nurai, did you pay for a, for a, for a, um, a VIP ticket there? No, I didn't actually. Hmm. Mm. Much like yeah. many of the people that were in that section, <laughs> but I'm sure you, yours was a legitimate, you know, you got in legitimately. Of course. Of course. Yes. <laughs> so, um, taking advantage of it, you know, Dan and I, we have our views and, and we like to open up the floor and the forum to, to yeah. voices from across the spectrum. So we felt, um, since Dr. and I was there, and she obviously has a different, different, um, perspective. You know, how she found the event before dad and I dig into a heated debate. So, Dr. Nirai, we cross mm-hmm. over to you now. How did you find the concert? May, may, may I just yeah, remind I you, Dr. Nirai? Um, just want to quickly remind you. Um, oh, wait, okay, please go ahead before I what? disturb you. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> mm. um, I think like everyone else started getting anxious. Was it the 10, 15 minutes before he came on, you know, after Jao Preza? But I thought the DJs were really good. I thought they were. <laughs> Dr. Nurai, I am in agreement with you. I am in agreement with you. Just if you need your memory jogged. Sorry, Dr. Nyari. Sorry, Dr. Nyari. You were saying I didn't She didn't even mention Bernard. She didn't say anything about Bernard. She said the DJs, plural, Mm -hmm. because there were two DJs on the night. There was one DJ, and I'm using that term extremely loosely, and then there was another DJ. So which DJ did you like? The one that was an actual DJ. So, Dr. Nyari, don't feel feel intimidated (laughs) or coerced. Let's just hear your you know, experience the is, on the you know, night. The annoying thing about this is, Dr. Nyurai, um we'll discuss it in depth later, but there was a certain point. Yes. So, Dan, I, uh, DJ Smith, and someone, and a few other people who have an understanding of, of this were standing fairly together. 
Okay. And and we were, we were all very perplexed looking at each other like, we are not too sure what's happening here. Mm. And then a certain tag begin to ring, ring out from the speakers, alerting mm. us to the fact that this DJ procured this song from a less than reputable website. Oh. And... In unison, it wasn't planned. It, you, you know that beautiful thing about, like with black people, when black people laugh, when something is so funny and black people laugh and they just start running in, in separate directions? Yes, yes. That that happened. So, so the, did that happen with DJ one or two? DJ one. But DJ that's one. Not, he's not a DJ. That, that was not a DJ then. However, that however, Dr. That, that was someone's son or they went backstage <laughs> and were like, quick, Quick, Brenner's going to be two hours late. Who's DJed before? And some guy who had the aux cable at his mother's no, uh, no. graduation was like, me. Dr. Nurei, the purpose of a DJ is to entertain. Yes. I, were you entertained, Dr. Nurei? It was. I did worry that the sound, his sound was way, way loud, but I think it was just trying to hype people, mm-hmm. you know, so I was just trying to understand the psychology of that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but was it... Uh, I, the DJ with the green lights, the second one from SA. What's his name? Chaotic. Chaotic. Mm. He was really good. He was good. Hey. So look, um, Phil raises a very funny, something funny that happened. But to me, it didn't ruin the evening or make me annoyed or sad. It's just a funny thing. You know, when you hear when you hear songs that have been downloaded somewhere and they have the tag of that website. Mm. So it's like, yes. it's like uh, justnija.com or something. And it's like so it's embarrassing true. if you're a professional DJ to play that. But it's not like, it's not like I'm going to sit there and be well, like, say that again. This no, is, Dan, say that again, say that again. This has ruined my evening. Just, no, oh, no, 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 Dan, say that again. Say that again. What did you just say? What did you just say? I said it's embarrassing for oh, someone who would be a professional DJ. Uh-huh. I use the hey, word what? professional because if you are paid uh-huh. to do something that makes you a professional. I'm not. Yeah. Using, I'm not using it as a as a method of rating someone's ability. I'm using it to mean you are paid to do something, which means you're a professional DJ. You don't just do it for fun. Now, that that's besides the point, Doctor Nyar. Please, Phil and I will discuss some of the more technical aspects. We just wanted to know for yourself, as someone who doesn't worry about technical aspects of DJing, whatever the case is. How was? So you said the DJs. You enjoyed them. Both yeah, the one and two. DJ one and DJ two, I they think, were both. No, I would say two was better than mm. one. Fair Most enough. Definitely. Mm. I mean, you could tell, you could just tell with just the way the, um, the lighting was happening. And I don't know who's in control of that. Right. So I'm mm. just really um, mm. a novice in that, but he was mm. a lot more focused on, on his craft. Like, you know, when you're mm. watching a DJ, so certainly, yeah, mm. really good. But I think, you know, for him to, you know, just like any artist, you need a place to start. So the person who's the uh, curtain opener. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Don't, don't, don't ignore Phil, Dr. Nyerai. Yeah. He, huh? Ignore Phil, please. Just ignore him. <laughs> I'm having a hard time not ignoring him. Phil, stop um, trying to influence her. There's a space, there's a space to, to kind of... Um, hone his skills and like 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 Phil is saying mm. oh those things are some of the uh, like the you know downloading from a website somebody should have told him he shouldn't do that mm. but maybe he knows now mm. you know 
Um, I thought Jarpreza was okay. Um, you know, there was a big debate about should it be Natio? I mean, there was, this, you know, some the people who were around us were like, okay, we're done with you. We came here to see Burner. Like, come on, Burner. Oh, like, so were they were they heckling Jarpreza? Shame. No, they were just like, they were just saying, Bo, Dara Bo, Shapira, Shakwana, you know? <laughs> so, and you, 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 you know, if you, and I understood, understood that, because like you, you, you're coming to see Bernard and you want him to come on now. You want the full time, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. And then the, you know, the wait between, I know that was like, I don't know, is that creating anticipation or what were they doing backstage? But, they no, they were fulfilling the demands of Burner Boy's extensive tech rider. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. But okay. I mean, because but, when you when you get to Burner's level, you travel with your own sound engineer, and he makes sure that. But even though I, I think if you're organized actually, enough, you can make you can make a plan. Like I don't know if you have a separate, uh, um, like for example, the the main sound was in the it was like in the center of the of the arena shall we call it and yes. i mean you could have yeah. had him uh playing something at least maybe they do their sound check sound check sound check and then let it play while they're setting up and then they continue doing sound check rather than have a long period of silence but still i mean it's fine because yeah. it did have the effect of like raising anticipation yeah and then the crowd started singing they was you know singing that yeah 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 yeah, yeah. you know <laughs> so i think they were all excited about it um yeah, I thought his performance was was good. And then, you know, there was debate, like, was he crying for real, for real? But I thought it was for real mm. when he was singing about his friend who's passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. You know, I had friends mm. who were nervous about going and then afterwards felt that they should have gone. Yeah. Mm. So overall... Yeah, people were pretty friendly. Overall, <laughs> a good night for you, barring the few things that... Yeah, and getting out was a little kind of crazy, you know. Like mm-hmm. I, I felt as if they could have opened more gates and let, you know, more exit signs for people to kind of leave. But do you still mm. do you still have your phone, Doctor Nyara? You still? I still have my phone. Excellent. I jumped the barricade, and some young man helped me. <laughs> wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa! Time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. Wait, wait, wait. What happened? <laughs> run that back. Just please, please run that back. Dog. What happened? What, what, what was no, it was time to leave. Like, like, you know, everybody milling out was, it was now like, you know, chocolate block. And we were like, ah, we're not going that way. So we just jumped the barricade to kind of jump the line sure. to exit. <laughs> wow. Mm? <sighs> With a whole lot you know. of other people. <laughs> <laughs> There's no safety numbers. If you are breaking the law, you are all going. Yeah, all of you are going to jail. <laughs> but musically, it was it was fun. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. What did you um, think of it? Well, I know, Doc. We're we're about to share our full, our full <laughs> breakdown. Don't worry. Um, yeah, we okay. just wanted to add yeah. someone else who was there, and we were very excited to learn that you were as well. So, so like even yeah. even like audio wise, you felt like Burner's audio no. was, was it good? Hmm? No, it, it wasn't. wasn't good? The audio wasn't so good for me. Mm, well, what, okay. what was the problem? Yeah, and, and, you know, I'm, and now I was remembering because I watched the Madison Square Garden show, mm-hmm. and mm. Yusundu's voice was absolutely amazing. And maybe because but, I really 
admire him, <laughs> but it was a completely different level. Mm. Yusundu is, is a master at his mm. musical talent. And, you know, I thought, I, what I thought about Madison Square Garden is um, he actually spoke with the audience more than he did in Harare. Like he just said, hello, Zimbabwe, like a few things. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't know. Mm. Mm. But yeah, the, but, the audio mm. was a little off for me. Uh, Doc, are you implying that Madison Square Garden is not the same level as Belgravia Sports Club? How dare you? Where's your patriotism, comrade? Where's your patriotism? What I appreciated about Berna at Madison Square Garden was he was in awe of this experience. You know, like you could tell that he was humbled and excited. And and for me, Mm. it was like, for me, it it was not about Berna. It was about... African music playing center stage at Madison yeah. Square Garden. Plus, we that can't we can't really everything. yeah we can't really compare Doctor. You know, how many bras did he get at Madison Square Garden compared? I know to just, just one. one. Pink, just one. one. Yeah. I mean, come on, uh, it's embarrassing, really. <laughs> yeah, it was okay. too cool to be taking your bra off. <laughs> no, I think I think they came with pre pre cast bras. They were ready to be thrown. You know, they were ready. They were ready to be thrown, but it was still cold because if you had to take off all those jackets to get to your bra, man, <laughs> you just put it in the pocket. You just put, you just put it in the pocket. You just put it in the pocket. You know, you take the I one that you don't wear much. <laughs> yeah, because that's the one that you yeah, can drop a stage. But anyway, that's an uh, nah, anyway. Okay, that's in the that whatever thousand dollar jacket, whatever he threw out into the audience. <laughs> there was a, there's a, there's a guy who posted a TikTok celebrating that he had got oh. it. Yeah. It was just some young guy. Uh, he, he caught it and he was must like, have been the fight. he was like, he was, he was, he was, he was actually not too far from where I was standing, mm. but I, I wasn't going to be focusing on the fight. I was, I was, you know, as they really, and I was surprised to see that it was in one piece. I could, I, <laughs> I know. I thought people would have torn it apart, right? Yeah, I think maybe you, you, you were standing with friends and and what goes on Yeah. Okay. His outfit was actually pretty cool. What did you guys think of the the MC girl who came on? Like we are going to share all no, of those thoughts, Doctor Yari. But please, we want your opinions. What do you think of Kim opinions. Jade? What are your opinions? What are your opinions uh, of Kim Jade? You guys will fire me from the podcast. No, 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 dog. No, 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 no. Actually, we, we, we genuinely, we are genuinely interested because as the, as we've mentioned, Dan and I, we, we have our own conceptions because we, we partly because we've been in the industry, partly because we've been to multiple events, partly because we know the people organizing. So it's always good to get outside perspective because it, it then it's like sometimes when I go to and I listen to a DJ, a DJ might do a, a bad transition. And to me, it's like, ugh, it's like nails mm-hmm. on a chalkboard, but you look into the yeah. crowd and the crowd are yeah. having the time of their lives. So ultimately it, it yeah. doesn't, sometimes it doesn't really matter because sometimes you get a little too technical, a little too nerdy. Yeah. So it's always good to have a grounding experience where you speak to someone who is just a consumer there to enjoy their night. You know what I mean? Plus it's because, very subjective, right? Yeah. Because, because perhaps, yeah. you know, perhaps, uh, other people in the crowd were like, wow, beautiful girl. And others were like, why is she here? So, you know, I mean, it, it depends on, on what your perspective is. Yeah. And, and what was your perspective, Doc? But Phil, you bring up a point. The first DJ's transitions were not so cool. They were kind of hiccupity, is if, if that's such a word. Mm. Um, but yeah, transitioning, yeah. 
second DJ good. Yeah, I I was wondering like, uh, what is that about? Like, and the outfits they just like didn't go for me. Like, it didn't mm. match the event. <laughs> so it's a miss on the outfits and a miss on on her emceeing in general. So it's a double miss. Her emceeing was was hyped. I thought she was okay, but it was just the whoever did the wardrobe. Mm. Okay, she was overdressed. You feel the ball gown. Yeah. It was a, it was a local <laughs> designer. I can't remember his name. Mm. Look it up. So I guess maybe they really wanted to kind of like bring a big, loud statement. Mm. 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 Yeah, mm. but you know, I always feel maybe they don't do that at concerts here. But there's always like a last call, like another one more song, and he never came out to do that i that was disappointing i'm talking about burner now yeah no uh, at, no at, 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 at his at his level and considering yeah. we were already past curfew that was not going to happen yeah. oh what, dude what? i've seen prince i've seen prince i saw luther van ross i've seen mm. they all come back out no they but, all you, came you, back no, but, but doc in all due respect you saw prince and luther van ross in chicago i'm assuming right Yes. <laughs> Not at Belgravia Sports Club. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but the, you know what? Overall, I thought it was well organized. You know, there's always an issue about safety. There's always an issue about bathrooms. There was sufficient amount of bathrooms and they were clean. I mean, th- those little things, I think, they did okay. Mm-hmm. <sighs> well, what did you think, Doc? You're gonna have to. Yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna have to listen back to this episode because we're, gonna have to we're about in. to share our yeah. thoughts. <laughs> we're gonna we share our thoughts. To this, this was an interview. This was an interview. This is like you know, like on the ground where they had mics at the event. So, how was your experience? That, that's, mm. that's what this was. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. yeah. Because but I, we, you know, I don't, hope they bring. I hope they bring more. Um, you know. More other, I mean, what's the word I want to say? I hope other talented artists come. Mm, mm, um, mm, I hope. I so mean, well. I, I'm, I'm a fan of live music. I, I will spend my last dollar on, on a concert. Doesn't matter, you know, if I mm. have bread the next day. But um, Dan, I think, I think. Are you, are you hearing this? Let, let's put our money together, Dan. Let's get your soon door. Yes. And then okay. We'll get the I will dump. come. Yeah. Yep. Salif Kite. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> while we're at it, I mean, let's celebrate Rihanna's new baby with a concert here, and then I know. Yeah, let's and, do that. And let's get really let's here. get that two pack hologram. Um, we let's get, get a, coffee. Yeah, get a couple of holograms in place. I mean, we get the Queen. We get. Uh, mm-hmm. Tupac, we get Jim and the holograms. Yeah, yes, and they even had the three sixty. Whatever you call that thing that is happening everywhere. <laughs> oh, I love Doc. Oh, I love it. <laughs> thank, thank you, Doc, for your 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 review. We appreciate your your thoughts. Oh my God! I hope this doesn't. Uh, no, no, Doc. My image. No, there's there's no way it would tarnish you. We're just talking about thoughts on the evening. Well, you guys have a good night, and thank you so much for listening to me. Blab about Bernard. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. Okay. Take care. <laughs> All right, Doc. Thank you.
Bye bye. Bye. Good night. Anyway, I I think let's not dwell too long. But yeah, I would say chaotic. Fine, but we go back to my original point: is this was another example of Zimbabwean consumers will take whatever we give them. I Um, cool. Then what? What did you think of of the host Kim Jade? Waste of money, waste of time. Lover, I I have no beef with her whatsoever. I don't understand why you'd pay someone to fly out to do six minutes of work. I'm gonna try call. What so? Also, she referred to Jabreza as local talent. Yeah. That was when I was like, man. What, what is he? I, no, no, no. The, the, the wording and the phrasing she used, she was like, yo, we're about to give an opportunity to some young up-and-coming local artists, you know, she give them a time to shine on the stage. She didn't say that, Philip. That, no, that's how it came across. And I was like, eh, fam. But it also shows that I don't think Kim... Knows knows anything about the local scene, and also let's no and l- let's be objective here now, Dan. I don't know. Are you calling her now, or do you, are you waiting for me to finish? I'm waiting for you to finish because in case she answers well, yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Let's be let's be objective, right? Kim Jade is a final. She she hosted Gemma's Gemma's album launch. Yep. Dope. I've been to a few events in South Africa where she's emceed. She seems like a great person. Good vibes. Once again, I don't. I do not see any attempt to research the audience. I do not see any t- attempt when you come on stage in Harare, Zimbabwe, and you use a slang like "cav," "cav the Jordans," dude. She said "cav the Jordans," dude. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Whatever. You know, we, we say that no, in Harare. No, we don't. And that's the point. It's like th- there's no attempt to ingratiate yourselves in the local culture. It's almost like you've, you've, you, it's, it, 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 it almost felt like this was a, a Pretoria concert and they were like, we can't have it in Pretoria for obvious reasons. Let's just go to Limpopo North. I'm just going to be saying, guys, guys, guys. Okay. I can imagine in the pitch meeting, guys, Burner Boy is coming to Zimbabwe. We need one fire opening act. This is Burner Boy, so it has to be Zimbabwe's biggest artist. Who's Zimbabwe's biggest artist? People would probably have said John Fraser. Right? Cool. But that's, that, no, that, 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 you know, anyone who knows anything about music entertainment, that's not how it goes. That's not how it goes. Two. Perhaps. Which, perhaps, artist, is the, which pa- artist is the best fit? Of and course. which artist is big to open for, for Burner Under Boy? normal circumstances. But we don't know. In all honesty, Philip, there's only three potential artists that it could have fit the, that act. Japraiser, Winky okay. D, and Natio. No, okay. There's before no one you, else. You before you continue, there. before you continue, right? When you, and answer honestly, please. Yeah. When you saw Japraiser, and even when you were at the concert, when you saw Japraiser was coming up, were you excited? Like, yes, I can see Japraiser again before so, Burner Boy. I wasn't excited, but I was like, oh, you know, I know Japraiser is a good performer. I should enjoy this. I will say that his performance wasn't to the standard that I expect of him. But I, I, I wouldn't have gone for Japraiser, but I know some people who were there for Japraiser. Like I spoke to certain people so, who were like, yeah, they were literally like, there's a certain demographic. They were like, yeah, but a boy drove ball, but Japraiser. So, so and there's a certain demographic for, for Japraiser. Yeah. And we know it, those people went to our age. Those are people slightly older than us. Yep. A little bit more disposable income. Yep. Those, those are the people that are buying the VIP tickets to HICC. For all we know, Philip, the person who funded the, the alleged no, 250K. I I, I, I'll tell you yeah. off. Yeah. Anyway, 
So I was going to say there's only three potential artists and Natio only recently entered into that realm. Frankly, I love Natio. That's my dude, but, but it's only that's because perfect of perfect for an opening act. That's I perfect agree. for an opening act. If I were to order them in terms of who is the best opening act of those three, it's Natio and then Winky D, then Ja Praiser. I don't know if both of them were unavailable or if there were disagreements or whatever the reason is. The fact that Ja Praiser was an opening act, I know it's not ideal. There were two better possible opening acts, but number three, that's not the worst. And it's and I don't think there's anyone who's like, oh no, I'm not gonna go to that concert because Ja Praise is there. I don't think there's a single person but, but, who did that. But that's the that's the thing. So the question now is how many people, as you mentioned, how many people bought their ticket for Ja Praiser versus the people that bought their ticket in spite of Ja Praiser? I wonder if the opposite would have been true. Let's live how many people would you estimate who <laughs> at the concert? Um, towards the end, I think we're closing in on 6,000, maybe, maybe the, maybe low sevens. I, I was about to say that I was about to say somewhere between six and eight. Cause I was, I, I didn't quite get to see the back. So I just assumed if it's still going all the way. So let's say six, let's say, let's say 7,000 people were there. If 7,000 people of those 7,000, let's just say hypothetically 6,000 of them bought the ticket Purely for Burner Boy. Andrana Bassa, whoever else is performing, I don't care if Jason LaRue comes out and plays some deep trance from Transylvania for four hours before J- Burner Boy comes out. I'm here for Burner Boy. <laughs> from Transylvania. <laughs> Idiot. Of the remaining thousand people left, there's probably someone who are like, oh, Burner Boy, cool. Oh, Ja Praiser's there as well. Nice. I'm going to get a ticket. Or some people were just like, ah, it's a night out. That's where all the people who's who are going. I don't really care about Burner Boy or Ja Praiser, but I want to be seen where people are. Or, you know what, those, that group of people. I don't believe so, the number would be higher. When you're looking at that subset, the other subset is Ja Praiser is booked and busy. He had OK Grand Challenge the next day. Mm-hmm. He's got this massive concert coming up now. He's, been, he's performing damn near every weekend with his full band and he's giving better sets. Cause we can, I think we can all unanimously agree. This was not one of Jabra's finest performances. The, the set list was weird. Not at all. The, he, yeah. The, the sound wasn't great. I was excited. He brought out Tammy. That was cool, but he just, he didn't have the usual energy. I don't know what was up. So that's my but point. My point, my point. So like, no, but uh, my point, Phil is of those thousand. And again, we're just using, we're just using hypotheticals here of those thousand. Would they be a higher number if it was Natio? I don't believe so. If it was Winky D, maybe. I, I think that's possible. But Natio, I don't think so. I don't think more people would have come if Natio was... A, in the feel of the event, absolutely, it would have been a, It would be way better so, having Natio uh, than Burn... Ooh, just I, imagine, I back. imagine imagine him him performing... Ah, guys. Dan, now, now I come back to you, right? What happened when level? Bam. Absolutely would have been great. No, I agree with you. So the, there's two issues there. Two well, Issue number one is, as you just mentioned, Ja did not give his best performance. So if someone actually came to see Ja, objectively, they were let down. So now, and so now they're unhappy. The other thing is... Well, I mean, you, you can't... You can't. Co- so now, now we're looking... Now, if you compare, c- compare the costs, do, I, I think we, we can all agree that on a, from a booking fee standpoint, considering how not only his stature, but how big his band is, if you're booking Nati or Japreza, you're coming out of the bag extremely more for Japreza. And did you go? Let's even say part of the reason why you said you said was so short, 
let's not even say it was because of time. Let's just say it was because it wasn't even that short. Said, ah. They said, ah, no, Jatine X. And he's like, no, no, that's not my, my rate is this. And they're like, ah, shut, can we figure out? And he's like, you know what? Okay, fine. I'm giving you guys my B grade set. So I'm not going to give you guys all the top hits. I'm going to give you my, my B sides. <laughs> I sincerely hope he didn't do that. <laughs> and he, and, the, and, and that's what they agreed upon. And he came out, right? Even that, I, I guarantee, would still be more than they came out. Of, they would have come out for Nati. Philip, I agree <laughs> with you. However, my point is, I can see why Ja Prazer was booked. And I don't think that necessarily overall damages the concert. I agree, Nati would have been way better. I would have loved to see Nati opening for Burner Boy. That would have been the perfect opening act. Even beforehand, I we get- questioned, like, Ja Prazer, I don't know, but cool. And, mm. you know, I mean, he... He performed. I saw people having a good time. <coughs> yeah, but I, I will say, yo, Tammy is not skipping leg day. God damn. Uh, Did you see get Tammy's quads? Tammy is doing her. Tammy's Tammy is getting better and better with each performance, like at live performances. I saw her at the Grand Challenge the next but day. But that, that brings me to... Was oh, that? you at the Grand Challenge? Yeah, I was. Uh, uh, well, <laughs> during the day. So that brings me to my next point. Her mic inaudible. Part of yeah. the sound issues. So that is something that I noticed. But you know, it was one of those things like in the back of my ma- my mind was like, hey, is that mic lower than it should be? I can still hear him cool. But no, that mic should be higher. Eh, anyway, Ishayo, I need to go. So, so that's, that's, you know, that's it was thing. like, okay. <laughs> no, no, we'll get, no, no, we'll, we'll get to that then. We'll get to that. I think, um, Okay, I think this is the most. Let, let, How long have we spent on this? On. <laughs> All right. All right. Two seconds. Sure. I'm coming back. I'm coming back. All right. Have you been having the
Right, Dan. Let's get on to the main act. All right, all right. So, cool. So, Ja Preza, cool. We spoke about it. Let's talk Burning Boy. Well, yes. Oh, yeah, I, I was just saying about the mic. Um, I wish his mic was louder. And I feel like... I don't know who, I don't know who posted a, a video from backstage while Burner Boy was performing. Um, I, I don't know where it was. But it sounded like in the monitors, it was like the mic sounded good. Like you could hear him singing clearly. So I wonder if someone didn't balance things correctly. But anyway, yeah, you were, you were about to say about Burner. Um, honestly, outside of the, the sound was bad. Um, on his mic. Okay. It, it's, it's very, it's very all encompassing to say the sound was bad. The sound was amazing except for his mic. No, the sound. So the sound was really hot. The, the mids were way too hot. Um, and I think, I think overall the master volume was way too high. The trim was way too high for the whole concert. I, I didn't experience I, that. I was, I was right close to the stage and the instruments and the, the, the backtrack, all of that sounded amazing. It was just his mic that was too low. So once again, I'm not saying that the instruments went, I just said that they were too hot. Mm. I, th- for, for my preferences, the way, and sound is somewhat subjective. Also, there was a massive echo towards the back. And it's a little weird because they would have known that any, like even we, we're not qualified sound engineers. We we know that it's going to create an echo if you're bouncing off a solid wall. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why a top wasn't put there to at least absorb some of that that echo because it was great for people at the front, people in VIP. But like whenever I'd go to the bathrooms at the back, you start hearing the echo, and you're like, "Yo, there are people who whose experience is this? Like they, they're hearing the sound coming from the speaker, and then they're hearing it bounce off the wall." Mm. That's not that's not that's not a good experience. Um outside of that, yeah, the mic for the first six songs was really low. Even after they, they switched it out, it was better, but it still was I, I would say the levels weren't right. Um I noticed a few things. This is now very nerdy, geeky talk, but um I think I think Bernard did Zimbabwe solid. Cause I could I could see a sound engineer doing a mic check, and he didn't finish that mic check, and I think they just realized you know what, screw it let's just go let's just let's just get the, let's just get the show going on because these people have been waiting and I think Bernard did Zimbabwe solid. In in all in all things considering the operation that Bernard has developed and what he's done, and the ship he's running and. You you saw the machine itself, like you saw a part of, a fraction of that machine on stage, and I know like what artists at his caliber, like the tech writer and what it entails and and what his team expects. I don't think pre 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 performance check we met that, but they were like, screw it, let's just go. Mm. How 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 did you enjoy the show overall, though? Burner Boy gave us 110%, man. I mean, and I think that, that that was my favorite part about it. Like, there was no inclination that we weren't as 
important as Madison Square. Mm. Well, obviously, we weren't as impactful because, I mean, come on, let's be honest. No, no kid, no kid in Nigeria is dreaming. I can't wait, you know. Here I am in Puerto Rico, but I can't wait until I grow up and I perform at Belgravia Sports Club. This is the. <laughs> This is the embodiment of all my dreams. I've made now. it. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with you, my man. Kate, like it did mm. feel very, and I, I can I can understand why you would make that comparison to the others, to like chaotic, for example, who didn't seem like he put his all into it. Whereas Berna seems like yo, like he came That's out and he point. was just like, I don't I don't care if this is Belgravia Sports Club or it's Madison Square Garden or it's freaking the moon. I'm I'm here to kill it, and my man came out with full energy, full range of emotions. Yeah, do, do you know? Like, I was a little disappointed because if his mic had been working, I actually wanted to listen more to his breath work because I was standing there and I was like, "How is this dude has been training for this?" Because Dan, you MC events, you know, like when we when you when we're MCing and we're walking up and down, and then you, <laughs> so yeah. okay. Fam, Burner Boy is out there. He's doing the shorty. He's doing the gap gap, and he's he's dancing. He's singing. He's running and, he's and jumping and, and screaming. And everybody said not Burner, missing, not missing a beat. And I, I really that's why I, I really wish the mic was better, so I could just see like how he was handling that, because that to me was the most impressive thing. I was like, yo, this 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 this, this man be taking dancing lessons. I know he's taking dancing lessons. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, his performance was incredible. And uh, you know what? Uh, I was sitting with, with Zam. Actually, we should call. No, no, we've called enough people. I was sitting with Zam. And Zam, he was saying like, yo, the last time I saw a performance this good was P-Square. And mm-hmm. I was thinking about it. And I was like, actually, because I, I wasn't a fan of P-Square when I went to the P-Square cons. I, like, I knew some of the super popular songs. I was like, yeah, nice songs. But like, you know, I didn't really think of them like that. And then just after watching, they had such a polished, high-energy performance. I was like, damn, these guys are good. And I got the same mm-hmm. feeling with Burner Boy. I feel like I and recognized almost every song. Um, that's I mean, another I mean, thing, yo. Yeah. Slew that's of it. Just hit, 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 hit. But there were some songs <laughs> you could see that the crowd doesn't, doesn't you know. I was right. Those are all my jams. I was... Ah! What are you saying? <laughs> right yet? I don't know. I was. I, was, I enjoyed. But in, in fact, let's let's cross over to you, my man, because I need. To, I, I have some questions for you, and I, and I was waiting yeah. for the podcast to ask you these questions. Yes. So for the for those of you that don't know, uh, from time to time, Dan um, becomes a an amateur videographer. You know, when he attends events and uh, posts videos to his YouTube page, and usually, it's a portion of the performance. Mm-hmm. But for, for for this auspicious occasion, Dan was like, "No, I'm uploading the full clip." So, as someone who used to blog, I used to do this for a living. I started realizing, I actually, I actually like if you see me at concerts, I re- I put out my phone like maybe like five six times throughout the mm-hmm. whole thing. I'll take like a few clips, I'll take a photo just to document the moment, then I'll put my phone back. And then I enjoy the show because I realized when I was working at a concert, I, there was so much I was missing because mm-hmm. I was looking at it through the viewfinder. And I, I started like almost hating it to a degree. Like these days you got to pay me a lot of money to see me hold the camera again. Cause I don't want to do that no more. Also holding a DSLR for even 20 minutes, you know, right. I'm dead. 
But Mr. Dubey here was like, no, I'm going the full 60. It wasn't 60, my guy. 80 mm-hmm. minutes. So what has through your decisions? Murugu Dipisa, you guys, Murugu Dipisa. You know what? I, I had no intention of filming the whole show or whatever. I thought, e, let me film Bernard's entrance. And I filmed it for like seven minutes. And, and the weird thing is I filmed it for seven minutes without realizing that I had filmed seven minutes of it. Because I, I had my phone up, but I wasn't looking at the viewfinder. I was, I was watching the concert and I was just holding it up. And at some point I was like, ah, my arm's tired. Oh, damn, I'm still filming. And then I stopped it and then I put it away. And if you check the video that I put up on YouTube, there's like a period that... And I was like, you know what? May as well just film this whole thing. I mean, I'm right by the stage. It's a great view. I'm just going to film this. So I, I, I basically had my arm up and I'll change hands, I don't know, every 10 minutes or something whenever I felt like I was getting tired. But I wasn't really looking through the phone. I was watching him. So a lot of times in the video, you'll see just walks out of frame and I'm just shooting empty stage for a while. <laughs> and like in my head, I wasn't thinking, I got to get the content. Like my initial plan was I'm going to film his, his entrance, just like, oh, burner. And then I just ended up filming the whole thing. And it wasn't that deep. It was just like, eh. And then when I got home, um, by the way, the key is if anyone wants to amateurly f- film concerts, Don't don't film 90 hours solid nonstop. Film just stop every 10 minutes or something and cut cut start cut start try to you know you try to try to try to sync it with when he stopped singing or he's wiping his face or something and then that way you have solid chunks of of video that are good. Because at some point at some point I think I lost track of the fact that I was holding a camera and then like we were dancing and whatever and someone bumped into me and my phone fell to the ground. Like no! <laughs> But, you know, you know, we were in VIP, Philip. There was no funny business, you know. Just got my phone up and I was like, you know, it's all good. Mm, so that's actually, good. you're going to bring me to the next point. That VIP filled up really quickly. Huh? <laughs> Let me tell you something about VIP. So I would not have paid $150 to be in that VIP. Yeah. From what you're describing and from what I saw, we were all like, wait, what? Because But no, hang on. But okay, no, finish it. Then I'll, but finish your point. I so, only so thought of it when I heard your experience and other people's experience and read that in the Herald and whatever about people who struggled coming in, getting drinks, getting. We had waiters, we had heaters, we had seats. And I, I must say, at some point, sitting down, waiter bringing some drinks, the heaters were not right by the seats. We had, you had to go like inside the tented area to, to access the heaters. But at some point I was feeling cold, you know, go I it all of that is not worth $150 or 100 by the way $150 and $100 were in the same space so I don't understand what the I don't understand what the the differentiation was. And there was early bird and then uh, no the regular so, price. So so the way they broke it down was there's VIP section 1 <laughs> and VIP section 2. So section 2 was the one that was 150 and that's the ticket I had. But like I I didn't understand where are the sections I don't get it. Of course, mm-hmm. then there were the tents, you know, like the corporate tents that people bought. The 10,000, the 10,000, yeah, yeah. Those, I I don't know, unless you're a very old man or you're someone who doesn't want to associate with the crowd or something because they were they were literally so far away, you couldn't even see the stage from where they were. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So I, I don't know if I would have paid that much, but I won't lie, the convenience is nice. Getting in and getting out. And the good thing is you were able to be right up against the stage, even in VIP when normally or rather not normally but at other concerts that we've been in VIP has been sort of to the side. So and the fact that it wasn't that packed at first 
I mean, that was really cool. <laughs> and then it started getting really packed when, when, when Burner Boy got on stage, honestly, or just before when Ja Prazer was on stage. Then it started getting, and I remember thinking like, yo, why are there so many people? Did all these people pay this much money? This doesn't make no sense. But by then, I mm-hmm. mean, you know, I, I don't want to sit down anymore and I'm not going to go to the bar anymore. Um, oh, and another, another benefit of VIP, by the way, is the reason why I might've paid is not for the convenience of it. I mean, the convenience was great, but I wouldn't have paid that much for it. But the fact that the people that were there, so like I said, and it seems so silly, but networking was actually really dope at the Burner Boy concert. I I met several people, exchanged cards and got numbers. I was like, okay, cool. So I'll call you on Monday. And I had to send a couple of messages. Hi, we met earlier at the Burner Boy concert. This is my email address or whatever the case is. I was like, okay, you know, I might've paid a hundred bucks for this. I wouldn't have thought of it at the time, but all all things combined, maybe. And that's why I I, like, I'm sitting here and like, I was hearing you complaining. I was like, dude, that's not the, I don't, when we were discussing earlier and you're like, "Ah, this was messed up and that was messed up. And I was like, yeah, I suppose in retrospect, if you do, if you do think about it, I I do suppose that was messed up. Yeah. I do suppose that DJ doesn't sound great. I suppose. Yeah. You know, I do suppose all of that fine, but I didn't experience in the moment I was having a great time. And I think that sometimes that might be the difference because if you are, if you are think like if you are standing, you have no option, but you're listening to what the, but I was sitting in the middle of conversation. I didn't even realize what the DJ was playing until he played something dope. I was like, Oh, you know? And then, so it might be worth paying a little bit extra just for the overall experience. If not the individual, the sum of the sum of all the parts of that extra convenience and whatever might actually make it worth it. Because, like, again, Crims was saying, you know, he went to the bar. He couldn't even get a juice. Uh, I spoke to listen, some other listen, people listen, that were listen saying. To the, listen, listen to the guy who, who didn't pay for his tickets telling us to pay more. Listen to this, Nick. Oh, no. I'm, say, I'm saying I wouldn't pay. But I'm saying, <laughs> you know, if. <laughs> no. Only now, afterwards, speaking to people and saying, like, there were some people who were saying that, yo, the bar ran out of drinks. Can you imagine? I was like, ours didn't. <laughs> so, so. I think, let, let me clarify a few points. I, I definitely do see the value for it, but the sad thing is the value for money is not the same. So for example, um, and I, we're having this discussion before, I've been to many a concert outside Zim where a Golden Circle VIP ticket is around that price, 150 US, $200, mm. sometimes even as much as 300 Golden Circle, for the most part, you are guaranteed at least some form of catering. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes, you get the the dedicated waiters, the bar, the heating, the seating, all that stuff is thing. But at least you get some food as well. Mm. Or I've been to certain events where the VIP, I'm trying to think, uh, yeah, like Jack Daniels, the VIP open bar. You know? Yeah, they were not going to do open bar. No ways. No, but I'm talking about value for money. If at the end of the day, <coughs> it's a bit of a tough sell when you're doing the value proposition in your head and you're like, what justified this $150 ticket to me? It's, and let's say, this, let's, let, let's remove networking from the equation. Even I'll come back yeah, to that. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a, that's a, that you wouldn't really consider that. Honestly. Let's just say, let's just say I'm paying $150 for, a certain level of convenience, which is subjective because I had no issues coming in. Crims had no issues coming in and we were in the same section. 
So that's negated. Um, I don't drink, so I, I can't relate to what, what issues people that were drinking. I was able to get some food. I, I had a good time. Um, met up with a lot of peeps. That was dope. If we're saying that you're paying that just for access to heaters, access to seating, access to, to waiters, which is the, the value add mm-hmm. and exposure to the, <coughs> you and I would literally like parallel, like um, it, it, with regards to distance from the stage. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's somewhat negligible. I think the only difference is maybe, but also because I, I, I've been to concerts before. I know like if I'm going to go, we need to go with a big group so that we can protect a little, little nook, look, a little thing. And then it makes it a whole lot easier so that you're not having to deal with people that are trying to buzz around. Can I go to the front? So stuff like that. But even though that, that was an issue. And there was a point like towards the beginning of Burner's set where a bunch of people were now trying to like mill to the front and they, and we're like, dude, where are you going? There's no space. Like if you, the the time for you to get your spot in the audience was the end of chaotic set. After that, where, where you're standing is is where you are. But that's also the difference, right? Because I could freely that's, walk that's to the, the front point. and back. Yeah, that, yeah, that's the point. That's where I was like, yeah. Um, VIP would have been might have been worth it, but then I was like, yeah, I'm, I wasn't going to drop three hundred because I took my little sister and she. I was asking her like, are you enjoying yourself? She was, she was having the time of her life. She was having a ball. Mm. So at the end of the day, eh. but <clears throat> I go back to this again and our friend Tafadza Zimoy touched on it. And I think even we, we talked about it offline. I, I can't remember if it was you or someone else, but there's so much mediocrity in Zim and it's so difficult to run an event in Zim right now. I was speaking to people who work in the industry and they were like, yeah, the last event that they remember with a stage that elaborate was P-Square. And P-Square was what, five years ago? No, the, the P-Square was maybe 10 years ago, if not more. So so that, so our, our industry is that bad where we're only utilizing that much every 10 years. So if I'm a Davies, if I'm an Events Evolution, if I'm a Rooney's and I have all this equipment, what 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 is in, what motivation do I have to reinvest in my craft if it's not being fully utilized? Right. Can you hear something wild? Sorry, I just quickly Googled it. P-Square was 2012. Mm-hmm. 35,000 audience. That was at the um, stadium, right? Uh, Glamis Arena, yeah. Yeah. That is what? 35,000? Jeez Louise. Mm-hmm. But think about it. So, Burner Boy comes. Glamis can't take him for whatever reasons. Showgrounds can't take him. National sport, national um, stadium can't take him. Like, how is the how is the Ministry of Arts not alarm bells? And that's this. The, these are the things that these, these like. I think that could, that actually sums up my frustration. If you know Zimbabwe is a small nation, how many Grammy Award winners have come to this country? The Ministry of 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 Sports Recreation. And culture should have been on this and be like, yo, listen, guys, you guys are doing whatever you need to do. Dope. What can we do to make this? Because you saw, I think you've been seeing all the, all the content creators that were there. Ah, Waka Maximizer. 
you included every content creator that was there was like this is my opportunity to show my talents and my skills and they 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 have been dropping amazing videos right why wasn't our government in that same position like yo listen i i disagree no philip i disagree i i think our problem is the government is involved in too much i one they must obviously work hard to make sure the 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 uh, um framework exists for promoters to bring people in but they should not be involved in the show itself no ways whatsoever they shouldn't even call the pro- they just need to make sure that things work properly that's all but yeah no, no i ima- imagine no, no. Ima- you, imagine you, 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 you're, so, so you're you're measuring you, you want to see minister you, minister mutrangwa coming out to to announce bena boy <laughs> once again once again that's I that, wish that, that that's kind of my point Dude, no, I know that's not. What, I know that's not what you're saying. What you're more saying is that the government should have should have taken a more active interest in trying to make sure that they can get the right venue or the right equipment or whatever. And I say no. They must not be involved in any way. It must be valuable to Hidden Culture themselves or Case Connect or whoever it is who's doing the promotion to be able to make the best stage, the best environment. Like again, we commented on it. The place looks small for Burner Boy. Surely we could have had a bigger spot. And what the government in my opinion should do should not even be tied to grammy award winning artist is coming here what it should be tied to is how like what 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 stages need to be fixed in general not even for burner boy even then okay, no, the, the, then you're you're, talk, you're talking you're talking blue sky no my, my, i'm talking like right now we were we're already at a situation where these stadiums are in disrepair right at least i would hope why mbomanya my guys no all eyes are on us literally no pun intended let's let's at least try and fix up something but even that was too much but anyway that's neither here nor there we'll, 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 we'll come to that another time anyway um overall enjoy, i enjoyed i enjoyed the night i enjoyed the night i think the um, the main takeaways were burner boy he's gone um You're, you guys are never going to see burner boy in zimbabwe again i don't want to lie to you that that's one of the reasons why I was like, yo, this guy's never coming back here. I need to go see this. And that performance, mwah, I mean, amazing. Amazing. I mean, um, I don't know if you, if you want to talk to, talk about the, the Sidhu, the Sidhu Muswala shooting. It was, I mean, we can uh, mention, we story. can just mention it very quickly. So at some point, and I think it's probably the most talked about <laughs> element of the show. Um, at, uh, close to the end of his set, right? The second last song, uh, Burner Boy was like, look, yo, uh, one of my friends, died i just lost one of my friends i want to do something for him then he did uh preemie and in the middle of doing preemie he like you, you could you could actually hear him choke up and then cry and uh, i mean i was close enough to see the tears you know on his face you know and, and my mm-hmm. man was very sad and uh like so I, uh, you 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 would have heard earlier in in our dr dr nirai insert that she would she mentioned that some people were questioning was he crying for real or not I mean, obviously, you never know in showbiz 100%, but in my opinion, it was genuine. Um, no, the nature of his death. Yeah. Because I, I read the story on Thursday, and I was like, yo, this is graphic. Yes, I, I also didn't know who it was. So he, he actually calls out uh, um, Sidhu Musewala, who, who died. He actually died, I think, in February or March. Sometime mm. then he was, yeah, he was uh, murdered. He's an Indian rapper. And no, no, no. He, he died recently because even um, on the Wednesday, Stefan Don was speaking about it. And I remember that's how I actually got to know him. She did a collab with him a year and a half ago. 
So yeah, so you know, he basically burst into tears and honestly it was very moving. It's like I don't know, it felt very like connecting, you know, just like mm. very like uh you my guy, man. We got you. Even though a lot of the Zimbabwean audience were just shouting him at him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was that was, that was poor. <laughs> my man was, was like, poor. my man was like, yo, someone died. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I just want to give a moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, Come on, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Zimbabwe, you gotta take him nowhere, bro. You gotta take him nowhere. Anyway, um, for my, for me, overall, incredible show. Burner Boy was super dope. Yes, there were some hiccups. To be honest, I. W- I did I did think it would be especially for a Friday show done at 10 oh, that sounds ambitious but let's see maybe hidden culture will surprise us. So I wasn't like too surprised that everything was delayed. Um so like fine. No, but but but, but once again even within that. So uh and sometimes I don't say these things to be contrarian. So like you can release the program right and it mm-hmm. abides by curfew rules. Wink wink. Nudge, nudge. Yeah. And, you go, and then you're like, guys, we're not starting at five. We're starting at, at, at eight. And you go, Saka, between five and eight, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. And then execute as is. That would have been fine because I also knew the logistics of it. That's why, that's why I got there at five because I know the traffic in Arara is crazy. I know the consumers aren't trained to seeing um, performers perform that early. So there was a lot of fact is pushing against that that time right and it's not an all day event so it would be very different if it, if it was like Neverland and gates open at 12 mm-hmm. and you've got 6 hours to fill up the, the venue before your main act comes on this is a totally different environment and there's nothing that we because in as much as we're talking we don't know more than the people they executed in as much as we can critique we they've done more events than us yeah. right they know the Zimbabwean audience better than we do. That's my frustration. It's like, you guys know this. Which is why the small things, the small things, why were the small things, why were the small details not paid attention to? Why is it it was so easy to sneak into VIP? It's a miracle. Look, it's not a miracle. But well, to, to be th- fair, there was, there was that, security. That, we, we've addressed that before, that the, the only pool of, <laughs> of bounces you can pick from you're going to have to deal with it until someone fix. By the way, I got into a very, maybe it's a conversation I'll have with you into a very in-depth discussion with a, a potential investor from South Africa who wants to like potentially invest in Zim events so that that doesn't happen. And I was like, at first I was kind of skeptical. Like, dude, I don't think we have that big of a a market for events that you'll recoup your investment, but he's keen. So I don't know, maybe because he was like, it doesn't make sense that it's just known that unfortunately this is what's available and you're going to get some skimmed off from the bounce. It is what it is. Mm. Actually, so, yeah, remind me, I'll, I'll have a chat with you after this, after recording. Anyway. Yeah. I think, I think ultimately amazing show. I mean, I think the, the main things were done, right? The stage was done, right? Um, the sound was, it was, it was good. It could have been great. Yeah. I'll say that the sound wasn't bad. It was just, it's me nitpicking, right? Mm-hmm. Small things like that. I think Kim Jade, um, I don't understand that. That to me is a major head scratcher. I have no problem with chaotic. I just don't understand why 
a local act wasn't there. The Japraza thing we've discussed in depth. That's fine, whatever. Outside of that, I, was, I had a great time, man. I was, I'm going to tell my kids about this. Yeah, 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 I had a great time as well. And shout, shout out to Mama Burn. I was, I was having, I was having fun just watching her turn up. Because <laughs> like for where I was, I could see like right, I could see like direct line of her, and like where I was standing, uh, Burner's sister kept walking by as well. So there's a time like I was recording the mom, and the sisters looking at me record the mom, and she just laughed, and I'm like, yeah. I don't want to be that dude. Like, hey, you want to dig us LV? Get us on the stage. Uh, hey, uh, yeah, shout out to that. And in huge shout out to Burner Boy, man, for for giving his all out on stage, man. Zimbabweans. I saw I saw it was really nice to see social media the next day with people saying that was dope. That was dope. You know what I mean? It's something positive. It's good. Yeah. Like I like I said, I'm I'm nitpicking, but I'm I'm nitpicking from a very privileged position. Like this was my it was my job to 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 cover these events. So I've covered there were there were weekends where I do five six concerts, and these would be major concerts, and I'd have to deal with this over and over again. So and then you start understanding the sound and the setup and and what goes into it, and we also worked backstage on these events. So with that experience, you you come at it from a different eye. That's that's why we had Doctor Nyarai, because as a consumer, she sees things very differently, and you could even see like in the same way you were like, oh yeah, but. Yeah, you are you are right, Phil. Oh, I forgot about that. You could see Dognara saying the same thing when I had mentioned something. She's like, "Oh yeah," because the overall sentiment is, "I had a good time," and the way the human brain works is, you just remember, "I had a good time." So, the whole event is now encompassing the good time. But then when I start reminding you of all the flaws, you're like, "Oh yeah, that did happen." Oh yeah, that did happen. But, oh yeah. But, but you get what I mean? Like that's that's not a great way to experience things. Focusing on the flow, anything. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know. No, I know we are discuss. I know we here are just discussing from an element of let's review the show. But for example, when that fr- when that uh, when that article by Tafazo started circulating, I mean, for me that was outrageous. For you, it was like I mean a little over the top, but yeah, I kind of agree. No, no, I was no, like, come no, on, Dan, Dan, no, no. Once again, you're forgetting. I'm taking it on the Tafazo Zimoyo scale. I'm not taking it from a normal person scale. I'm already already. I'm reading it as someone who's reading a Zimoyo article. So I'm looking at it through the Zimoyo lenses. And I'm like, okay, I'm now, I've now stripped the hyperbole. And I'm just like, okay, these critiques, are the critiques valid? They are rooted in some, there's some validity in these critiques. How he expresses them and the fact that they clearly doesn't seem to be an editor at the Herald are the issue. I, it definitely comes across as bitter. Like mm-hmm. the, the tone of it is very bitter. The tone of it is very negative. But yeah, yeah. when you strip it away, he's every flaw that he points out is the same flaws that we pointed out. He even says Bernard deserves another Grammy. That guy's amazing. But the way he framed the article was just poor. Like a, a good editor would have been like, no man, let's, let, let's remove the, the snark. Let's remove, because even the thing is like when he tries to be snarky, it doesn't come off as snark. It just comes off as anger. Mm. <sighs> yeah. All right. So shall we move on then? That was our in-depth review of uh, the Burning Boy concert. Um, mm. Everything else at this point is gaga ga I'll just run through it very quickly. Should, we should have invited the patrons, really. Or oh, to discuss Burner Boy. <laughs> they were not there, mm. Philip. And no, we must make them go-ish. We can invite them now. 
So let's talk about the Summers. We've had our first announcement of Summer nominees, the South African Music Awards, as well as an announcement of the Summer partnering with uh, Summers partnering with TikTok, which I found yes, very yes, interesting. Yes. South African Music Awards have partnered with TikTok. Um, basically, the public voting categories will come through TikTok. Record of the year, music video of the year, and artist of the year. I think I'm, I have mixed feelings about this because it's very elitist. It does feel a little. I mean, it's great for TikTok. I don't know yeah, about. Of yeah. But uh, let's see how it goes. But in terms of their uh, nominees so far, um, record of the year, ish, it's a long list. Osama by Zex Bantwini. Questions by Shekinah mm-hmm. Mamela by Mikasa Banyana by DJ Maporisa, uh, um, as well as Abalele and Adiwele and Bopa, Vulamlomo, Asibe Happy, John Wiki. Is that, is that in the last year? I'm with you by Matthew Mole. That's probably the one that's going to win because I don't even know that song. Umsebenziwe too by Basta. <laughs> Black and white by Nasty C. Um, Izolo. Why we where we we keep going? The the, the winner was the first song you mentioned. Let's move on to the next category. Osama, you think so? I suppose that's probably yeah. Ish, there's a long list of of music videos of the year as well. Artist of the year. Who do you think is winning? Let's just let's just go like projected winners instead of Re- record of the year. If you guys want to get the, if you guys want to get the full list, we'll, we'll we'll put a link to the article in the show notes or just Google Saman Amanis. But who do you think is winning video of the year? In fact, record of the year. Did you did you give me your prediction? Record of the year. I I think oh, Kelly Kumalo is definitely not winning. <laughs> um, I think Adiwele. Mm. Adiwele or Osama. No, but not Osama. No, Adiwele. 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 Music video of the year. I, I, I don't Speaking know. Speaking of, are, you, are we going to Yangstana? No. I, will you be there? <laughs> ah, standard. Dad, I'm telling you, I'm touching the streets every weekend. I'm now touching the streets every weekend. Ah, you've got energy. Uh, artist of the year. Um, uh, interesting. Makadzi. Young Stana. Three quarters of these acts, I don't know well enough to have an opinion. Wait, music video of the year, what did you say? I don't know. I, can, I've got, I haven't watched any of these no, music videos. I, I'd say to. Isolo. Isolo. Isolo was a great video. Artist of the year, you you know where my, Dan, come on. You, know, you don't even have to ask me twice. You know, you know, you know what I'm voting for. Come on now. Come on now. You know I'm voting for. So, uh, so yeah, that's going to be something interesting. To keep. We will be keeping a close eye on the South African Music Awards and see what the biggest um, uh, <coughs> songs and artists are in South Africa. Um, I found this and I, I just thought I'd mention it since we do keep a close eye on the music industry as well. Um, Universal Music have launched Virgin, Universal Music Group rather, have launched Virgin Music uh, Africa labor and artist services in Africa. So mm-hmm. just more, more, more interest and eyeballs from international labels in Africa. So that's going to be very interesting. Uh, Virgin is the latest division of UMG's global network, and uh, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they, 
how they operate in Africa going forward. Yeah, it, um, it looked, the way that that article and the press release was worded, it kind of sounded like they were, it's going to make Virgin the quote unquote world music slash francophone division, which was interesting. Hmm. Well, um, keep an eye on, on anyone being signed to Virgin Music. Um, I see you put here Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Did you want to talk about that? Uh, it's it's uh, it's yeah yeah. I don't have energy anymore. Just uh, yeah. for those of you who it's, still it's, have it's shoes complicated. to go out, um, we've it's got announcements. It's it, it's a good legal analysis of 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 what the case means, but it's just because uh, I'm I'm seeing so much bad reporting about like no, he won fifteen million. He didn't win fifteen million. He, he was given 10 million. Um, now I'm forgetting what it was. What, what is it? It's um, 10 million for the civil suit and then 5 million punitive yeah. um, damages. But the Virginia's limit is 350,000 media struck down. Amber Heard also won her case for 2 million. So it's 10.235 million minus 2 million. So actually Johnny Depp nets 8 million. Um, there's certain aspects of the case that I've been digging into and I didn't really want to cover it because everyone is trying to paint it with a very broad brush when there's so much nuance to it. Yeah. I was, like everyone talking about it has an agenda one way or the other. There's so much nuance to it. And my assessment of it is, um, it seems that I don't, I'm even struggling how to phrase this. There was, there was an unhealthy relationship on both sides there was abuse on both sides. It seems that Johnny Depp was the first person to abuse. And the sad and frustrating thing is people are ignoring that because there's, there's, there's the substantial evidence of Johnny Depp being an abusive partner. Sorry. Wow, Dan. This is, wow. I mean, here we are discussing critical issues and you just... Um, I need to learn more about it to say anything. I've just seen hot takes on social media and I don't want to talk about it without knowing enough. Um, frankly, it just looked like a mess overall. So long story short, the case is over. So hopefully we'll hear less about them. Jeez Louise. For those of you who still like going out and like Mafaro's, Hey, we've got, uh, two festivals that we just got news about. First of all, the 2022 Shoko Festival. We'll be coming through end of September, the 27th of September up to the 2nd of October. We are still waiting to hear who the artists will be. That's going to be very interesting. But yeah, Shoko Festival coming through. As uh, you may or may not know, the two broke Tumbos have been very closely aligned to Shoko Festival for many years. So this is exciting for us. Um, secondly, Unplugged is back. Woohoo! Unplugged Festival is what they're calling it now. Mm. So it's going to be interesting to see uh, when the next Unplugged is. Can't wait. Oh, they haven't announced the date? Okay. They, they didn't announce. They just, they just put out a teaser that, hey, your favorite outdoor festival is back. Yeah. Keep, keep, keep your money. It's, it's coming soon. Um, yeah. Keep your money, guys. Of Start buying coming your soon. burner phones. Coming soon. <laughs> I should stop making that kind of joke. It's bad. All right. Um, anything else worth mentioning very quickly? Blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah. I wanted us to talk about TV. Philip, there's so much to watch. There's, there's the Obi-Wan Kenobi. There's the boys. <coughs> there's 
Miss um, Marvel has just started streaming. There's the new Stranger Things. There's too much. I haven't watched any of them, let alone movies. It's too much, Philip. It's too much. There's too much to watch. We need Elon Musk to stop messing around with Twitter and he just needs to buy <laughs> Hulu, Netflix, Disney, no. Amazon. <laughs> Are you mad? Elon Musk, Elon Musk is struggling to buy Twitter. He thought he was rich until Twitter was like, oh, Bobo, tenga tuan. He was like, maybe I'm not that rich. Have you, have you been watching anything recently? I did watch the boys this weekend. Um, so as you can hear, um, I think it was p- partly just exhaustion from Ben, but hey, I'm old. Cause like the whole of Saturday I was asleep and then we had an electrical fault. So like the whole of Saturday, it got really cold. And you know, this, you know, this, this, this place gets really, really cold in winter. So it was cold, um, no power. So I couldn't take any hot showers. I'd forgotten to get gas for the heater. So I think that chando, it, it really chanderized me for a bit. And as you can hear, I got a little bit of sniffles. Um, but so I, I was just in, in bed and I, I watched um, the boys. Yeah, something relaxing, you know, just to keep you, keep you calm and positive. Yo, ah, those guys, it, it's like, the, it's like they deliberately want to see how far they can push it. Like, yeah. I haven't watched it yet, so please don't spoil. But I heard that the opening scenes are just uh, yeah. Ah, it's it's mild. Don't don't watch that. Don't watch that show with with your parents. Just never, never do that. <laughs> do, do you know you do, do you know the YouTube uh, the YouTube channel Death Battle? No. So they they just fiction. They they just grab random people from different universes and fictionalize. And and their animation is actually really good. So they they did a. Uh, Homelander versus uh, Vilcramite from from Invincible. Um, Ult- 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 uh, Ultraman. No, what's his name? Is it Ultraman? Is that his name? No, uh, Captain Captain Osimo. No, man, from the Invincibles. Yeah, the father. Yeah. Jeez, ah, Louise, I, it's, I'm now forgetting. Anyway, the point is, it it, it just it, it helped me realize those two shows, The Boys and Invincible, <laughs> uh, Omni Man. That's his name. Mm. Death. You should check it out. Death Battle, Omni Man versus Homelander. It was, it's always, it's always the same suspects. It's always the same suspects that are always just hoping onto the show. It's always the same suspects. You know what? I even waited a couple of seconds so that, you know, it doesn't seem like I'm always here. <laughs> Ropa, you are not welcome here. You're being mean to me on Twitter. How? <laughs> I feel like you're always thinking I'm being mean. That's not the case. I'm being friendly. Anyway, we're going to play some music now. Already stop talking about the boys. Okay. Yeah. Well, Dan hasn't watched it yet, so we can't talk about it. I haven't watched anything. I haven't watched Obi Wan. I haven't watched the boys. I haven't watched. Oh, Obi Wan is getting good, yo. Obi Wan's getting good. I'm tired, I'm guys. Good. I just need time. I'm I'm exhausted. I just it's just bad. Okay. Anyway, um, <clears throat> uh, 
let's listen to some new music. Ropa, we can hear your input as an artist. Um. <laughs> wow. For the, for the listeners, Danny put his bunny ear quotes, whatever, <laughs> on the word artist. Did you say bunny ear quotes? <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> Here's something new from Vault JT, who keeps surprising me. Like, I've been paying a little bit of attention, but he's got the streets. My man's has got the streets. Mm. Vault JT hooking up with Brian Jack for a song called Majiz. Check it out. Mm, I, don't, I don't know. This kid, this kid, uh, he was Zim Hop pretty safe from that. Zim Hop pretty safe. Zim Hip Hop pretty safe. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Huh? May, May Records. This this is dope. I, I love it. That old drill beat and the Kunema guys. Oh, come on, man. I love this. This is dope. Uh, it's called I love Vault, man. <laughs> I actually hopped onto him a little bit late, though. Oh, nice. He's, he's really cool. I actually would have loved to hear him on a Fire Emoji remix. There's rumors of a Fire Emoji remix. Mm. Well, well, Kiki's verse is out. Have you heard Kiki's verse? I have not. I heard mm. a, a little bit of Nati O's supposed verse on it, but it, mm. I, I'm going to maintain. I'm going to maintain a level of incredulity until I Nati see Nati O on drill. Nati O, XQ, Kiki Badass. I think Vaults is supposed to be on it. I don't know a whole bunch of people, and I was like, mm, until I see this song, I refuse. Yeah, to Yeah, I like to see it to believe it. Is there is there really Kiki's verse? I haven't heard it. Mm-hmm. I saw I saw I saw it on the the tweets earlier. Jeansway. Let me see if I can find it. Play the next one. Let me see if I can find it. I cuckoo cuckoo. Cuck. Next up, um, I I put this here because we had been discussing about the title of Queen of Amapiano. You see, so um, here's something brand new from Camompela. And it's uh, it's called Ghost. So it's come on, Pela, Dali Wonga, and fellow Lati Ghost. Uh, 
Shasha needs to get up real quick. She needs to sort out her ah. issues real fast. Does she, I don't think she has enough for us to call her a queen yet. There's no one out there who I can be like, this is the queen of Amapiano. Shasha could have been, but obviously, like, things have been happening, but I don't think there is one right now. Um, the new one. The one whose name I've just forgotten. <laughs> Come on, guys. You know the one. Can you, can you sir? No. No, come on, guys. Okay. Um, you know, the one whose name is Nkosazana daughter. She's not new, but she's been dropping music for a minute, bro. No, I mean the new queen. Because in the past six months, she's been like on all the hits. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, that's the thing with Amapiano, piano, right? Every three month block, there's somebody who's, who's doing it. Like, at some point, it was. Ami Paku, at some point it was, um, no, Bushle, ETC, ETC. Can I tell you a secret? The secret is that, of course, there's no queen of Amapiano. We are just trying to push our Zimbabwean queen to take over South African, you know. <laughs> Obviously not, but yeah, the queen, she's the queen of Amapiano. Come on, guys. No, no, she was, she was, she was seen as that then. She was, yeah. she, she was getting she all the really awards. Really and uh, I don't know. I just hope she's okay. I just hope she's okay. At least she's spoken to us. So, you know, it's a start. Um, some more, some more music. I don't want to play another I'm a piano song, but I really like that new Musa Keys song. And then, um, Leonard Mapfumo has a new song with uh, Nyasha David. It's called Feelings. Yeah. 
Pushing hard on this night grind Fighting feelings all night, yeah But you know that it's alright, yeah We're gonna get all freaky freaky Uh, heavy heavy You know it's gonna be I'm not sure about Lynn and Mapfumo's part, but that hook by Nyasha David. Lynn must just embrace that urban groove style Shauna rap. Kill it, man. Just bring it through. All your fans will come back. But yeah. Um, Agreed. Did you find like, anything? Trevor. Trevor stuck to his um, soft love songs. I have one more song. It's by some new artists that I think might be going in the direction of, I say new because I don't know them, but you know, maybe other people know them, but they've got a, a song that's kind of buzzing right now. It's called Banga. So I want to end the show with that one. So I'll, I'll hold it. Philip, I don't know if you have any others that you want to play. I'm actually just going through. Mm. I think you cover most of them. The other stuff is not really Southern African, you know. Feelings. I'll, I'll share some. But also, don't, don't forget that we're now providing mixes to Apple. So uh, be sure to check out Ray Dizzy's page. We've got a few more announcements coming in the coming weeks. Be sure to subscribe if you're an Apple Music listener to our DJ playlist. We really would appreciate that. Thank you. I, 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 I'm going to play you this new Musaki song. I'm going to put you guys on some Ama Piano. Okay. Musakis and Konke featuring. Mm. Roba if if you were to say who was the first of us to get onto the Yanos wave between Dad and I, who who would you say? I would say Phil. Okay. okay. Do you wanna ask me the same question? It was Phil. <laughs> you know what, Phil? You know what always happens? Someone does it first mm-hmm. and then someone mm-hmm. does it better. That's just how things move in life. Unza. Unanuita first, then better. First, better. Then, first. You really want me to dip into my bag? I can go to my better. bag and I'll drop bangers that you you don't even know. I'll why, drop bangers right now. Why, 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 why do you view this as some kind of challenge? I'm playing a dope song for you, and you're like, no, I've got a better one. Bring it then.
Can you hear that? Can you hear that little gulubu? Gulubu? Anyway, great song. You're welcome, guys. Okay, since, since, since Dan felt like challenging me, Dan, do you know who DJ Stressor is? Is he that? Let's go. This is DJ Stress again giving Kanu the drop the song on Friday. This is called the Year Ball. If you know who DJ Stresser is, uh, Stress has not missed since he came on the scene. Mm-hmm. Just gonna skip ahead a little. not miss DJ nice, Stress nice, does not nice. miss I mean you know if you get if you get a chance just just, just look into him look look who he's making songs for he, he's influential but people don't know who he is but he's influential yeah while you're trying to persuade us to like that song I got this brand new song from Durban Gogo it's called Can't Believe It I'm just gonna fast forward as well somewhere here when did this become a battle? <laughs> Okay, Dan. Okay. I see where you're taking us. You're taking us a little Afrotech. You know what? I'm going to see your Afrotech. Let me match you. There's a new song here by Richard Black. More like it's Richard Black. Oh, sorry. Let me hear it first. Oh. Jalas 
Dan, when will you understand? I don't miss, Dan. I don't miss. I don't miss. Now say sorry. That's sorry. I just, I just need y'all to put some of these songs on the playlist though. Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> anyway. Good song, good song. I mean, I got more in the chamber, but you know, we've been on this podcast long enough. It's it's <laughs> Look at him tapping out already. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you've listened to the tapping out. It's just been it's 2-0. I don't want to embarrass you, dog. But anyway, mm. uh no, wait, wait. Robo, what's the score? I I would give it a 1-1. One, one. <laughs> <laughs> Which round? Which round did Dan win? Please tell me which round. Which did round win? did Phil win? Okay. <laughs> I would say Danny won round two. I like DJ stress stressor stressing stressor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that one was dope. Interesting. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. Okay. Mm, it be your own people. It be your own people. Yeah, I'm saying. Anyway, it's all good. It's all. Wait, good. whose people good. am I now? You're a unit. Are you not? Well, you're clearly not my people, so it's all good. Um, anything you're listening to right now, Roba? To be honest, I'm actually listening to. <laughs> Thank you. All right, so. That's it. To be Sorry, we didn't quite get that. Was that? I was listening to. Jeez, the gremlins. Exactly. Let me hear a drum. Sorry, what was that, Ropa? We didn't quite get that. What was that? Poker face some dad. I know the poker face. Why is it? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys yeah, and girls, <laughs> thank you very much for tuning in. We're gonna get out of here now. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be a big week. Um, sorry, our Monday episode is going to be a little late this week, but it should be up by the time you listen to this. And you'll have a bonus episode with a lioness. So just scroll up to listen to that full interview with her that we did last week as well. It's We're dropping nothing but hits, Dan. Nothing but hits. None but hits. You know what I mean? None but hits. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, as usual, we would appreciate your support. Please go to twobroketrimbles.com forward slash donate if you would like to support us financially. <laughs> Uh, I'm asking nicely, but it's not really a request. You kind of have to. So yeah, mm, you can mm, either subscribe mm, to the Patreon and we receive a small amount, kayang, 30, 40, 50 per month. Or, you know, you can just give us a once-off donation, three, four, five hundred dollars $500, whatever is in your wallet. 
if it's less than that, it's also acceptable. It's fine. You know what I mean? Like whatever. Uh, if you can't support us financially, we still appreciate your support in other ways. You can share, like, subscribe, drop a comment, leave a rating, five star. Leave a just leave a comment in there that says, "Haha, Dan is definitely a better ama piano selector than Phil." Five stars. Mm. Yeah, we appreciate you. Shout out to, to Chengetai Choto who sent in a substantial amount earlier. And she says, from a broke student, wish I could contribute more. You guys make being away from home suck a lot less. Thank you. We, we're also happy to report we've made our first payment for the equipment. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we successfully uh, we completed it. So one down. Uh, seven more payments to go please don't stop donating we need to keep this drive going and unless you guys want a full episode of propaganda to be dedicated to us like he's just gonna be on us for the whole propaganda just (laughs) many people think they are pioneering podcasters but in reality watch him turn into Tucker Carlson (laughs) <laughs> Please don't give Pink and the right ideas to make money. <laughs> watch it, watch it become Tucker Carlson on that episode. <laughs> they claim to have Patreons, but could it be that they do not? Could it be that the promises of payment that they have made? Watch. <laughs> and then they do that crime documentary thing where they invert the picture. <laughs> Pandora, please, can you go on your social media and confirm that you received the first payment? <laughs> Alright, on that note, boys and girls We're going to end with a brand new song that's coming through From uh, some Sort of newish artists uh, They go by the names of Let me pull it up over here Brown uh, How do you pronounce this? Brown Clean Brown Clean Brown Clean and the Bees It's called Banga and uh, yeah, some nice, uh, some nice vibes for you. And we'll catch you in the next episode. Like, subscribe, follow, do all the nice things. And uh, you guys ready to scream? Yeah, sure. Let's do that, I yeah. see that you're, you're muted. <coughs> right. yeah. We out. Yeah. Aha! Wow. <laughs> 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 I'm on the beat, Jay. The beast, but I gave up at the jungle. Kutunga meets a zungu, but I gave up at the jungle. Kutunga meets a zungu. I've been here for too long. Take up a car, even if you get up. I've got two songs. So damn, be the ones that pundu. But they know the sandu. Wish I could do another bit more chuku. Wong da munumpuru. I got a family to feed. My girlfriend needs a little kid. I know you think she dicky dicky. That's why I keep it easy, easy. Wong got this pa fo fa fo fa. To from balola lola. You got flows, I got goals. And girl, I'm a contest. Girl, I'm a shot. But I gave up at the jungle. Kutunga mi da jungle. But I gave up at the shungu Kutunga me the zungu Inini nina taura banga Untina kwa tabana Chaba nandita bana Inini nina taura banga Untina kwa tabana Chaba nandita bana 
the doggy dog society. Oh, just talk about money, then go tell you how they live. My dear, I should go roll away, where we should go wear my options. Which quarter I'm open. Same people, but no second, they were the same people, but no passando, can we win? So I'm worried when they tell me good, I ain't good enough. My dear, I'm the patient, but we still sick of that sick. Bamba, strong, the silent. Sungu, <laughs> 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 <laughs>